Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Clip, what's up? It's Bryce. I know, Clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome in to a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here in the Pirate Radio Studios, coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And be a part of our show today on Facebook Live and YouTube. Make sure you are subscribed to Pirate Radio TV, where you can watch this show, the Brian Bailey Show, the Holt Naylor Show, and a bunch of other goodies right there. Pirate Radio TV, subscribe on YouTube. We uh, got a lot to catch up on from over the weekend. We'll talk some uh, football hoops and baseball on today's program. Got Brian Bailey joining us at 4 o'clock. He had a great chat with ECU pitching coach Austin Knight earlier today on the Brian Bailey Show. That's available right now where you download your podcast on YouTube. And it'll air right here on Pirate Radio coming up at 6 if you want to hear it traditionally on your radio airwaves. Uh, but we will talk to Double B coming up at 4 o'clock. 5 o'clock, we got a lot of guests rolling in here. Brandon Manning, former Pirate, will join us to preview the 2024 ECU baseball season, and we'll be previewing that with a couple of Pirates, Wyatt Lunsford-Shinkman and Parker Bird, who both saw action over the weekend as East Carolina scrimmaged Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Chan and I were out there on Sunday. We'll talk a little bit about that and get you ready for some pirate baseball coming up less than two weeks away so that is very exciting uh also ellerby is here to kick off today's show shirley rhodes in the house a harp alex harper doing his thing on video production sean is head of the table ellerby to my left hello everyone what's up hey clipper big lineup today on the program huh uh, we got a good lineup today. We got some good guests coming up later this week, Ellerby, including Isaiah Winstead. And I wonder how Isaiah Winstead feels about the 49ers being in the Super Bowl. He's got to have some buddies on the team, so he's got to be happy about that. Uh, bitter that he's not a part of it. Uh, was on their practice squad for the majority, almost the entire season uh, before he was cut. Uh, but we'll ask him about that. And also joining the ufl uh, isaiah will join us coming up on wednesday and uh, of course we got to get our national baseball season preview with aaron fit from d1 baseball we'll do that coming up on thursday lrb and uh, we'll sprinkle some guests how would you there between how would you feel if you were in isaiah winstead's shoes um <clears throat> he again like i said he'd be pulling for the 49ers this probably Sunday. so because he's probably got friends that he wants to see win yeah i mean he doesn't have no reason to pull for the chiefs Unless he knows someone personally on the team. Or unless he's just super bitter about yeah, the 49ers. I mean, do, you, do you feel like you would be bitter that they let you go? Or is he, I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, but it's the NFL. I mean, so, I mean, it kind of it kind of comes with the territory. So, I, mean, I wouldn't think it was cool. No. 
But again, I'm, I'm going to say he's got enough friends on the team where he's pulling. But we'll find out when we talk to him Wednesday. I'm, I'm going to say he's probably going to be neutral. Okay. Or maybe there's a coach that he liked while he was there. Or disliked. Or disliked. That could put him over the top. Yeah. I, do you think he's going to say it? Because he maybe wants to go back to the 49ers next year. Yeah. And he doesn't him. really talk that much, so he probably won't say anything. <laughs> maybe you should just put words in his mouth. We're going to speak for Isaiah coming yeah. up Wednesday. That you, that you want to be bitter for him. I'm going to say you should be pissed off. Chandler, you say, Isaiah, you got to be fired up, your friends, and we'll see where you know where he lands. Yeah. My side or your side. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's like uh, having a dog and having two people down there and saying, all right, choose which one. It's like the baby crawl. I like that us jabronis are talking about this. We do have a guy that's on the ECU football team that plays football. Yeah. Should we ask him? Yeah, how would you yeah. feel? Nah, I don't care how he feels. <laughs> Just kidding, Alex. <laughs> that's crazy. What do you think, Alex? How's, uh, how's he going to feel? I mean, for Isaiah himself, I think shared a locker room with him for an entire year and i think i heard him say 10 words <laughs> in total. so i honestly don't know like what he would think i wouldn't care honestly i would probably be mad so you would not if you i were, would i would probably not shoes. want the 49ers to win because you wanted that ring and yeah. now you got no shot at it yeah if i can't get a ring y'all can't get a ring yeah exactly I don't know. Interesting. What a great guest. Cliffhanger coming your way <laughs> on Wednesday. We got Isaiah to talk by asking him his favorite movies, his thoughts on deep space. Like, once we got away from football, he'd talk something with us. But I'd be like, how about that play in the third quarter where you made that catch in between two defenders? He'd be like, yeah, that was a good catch. Yeah, that yeah, was a good catch. Was a good yeah. catch. Yeah. yeah. Just went up and got it. That's what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> y'all job. ever seen click <laughs> one of my favorite isaiah lines all right uh steve says hmms happy monday to you my friend steve uh perry pj pj you know he's fired up big baseball guy yes, says hello to the pirate radio gang Derek wants to talk basketball men's basketball had non-existent rebounding saturday and for some reason things fall apart with five to ten minutes left in so many games uh yeah that was uh that went about as i thought it would in charlotte i mean i ran into somebody a pirate fan today at lunch and i was like how many february 5ths have we had this same conversation about ecu basketball i mean it's 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 over and over and over and over and over again that uh and i kept asking i think the last few weeks hey where's this team where's and what did i say oh i know and here and here now we all know exactly where this team is, as uh, I guess, I mean, it's fair to say they're 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 limping towards the finish line. And again, they're going to win some more games this year. Do you still stand by they'll win a conference tournament game? Yes. Okay. They will win a conference tournament. Chan, game. are you in on that? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Mark it down. Would, would you guys go two conference tournament games? No, not going there. Just but, one, but one. Just one. All right. Chandler's thinking about it. Um, we have had two. Two game winning streaks in conference play this year. That is true. The first time that's ever happened. What if, to borrow a line from a former host that used to sit in here, could you imagine if East Carolina gets their first ever three game winning streak in AAC history in the conference tournament? Now, how jacked up would you be? See, they, they've been teasing us this whole time. <laughs> it's been a big tease. It's the, both times have been a tease. They're like, hey, look, not now, but just wait. It's going to happen. It's going to happen in March. Uh, Derek adds, UNC Charlotte had their first sellout in 10 years. Good amount of purple and gold. Uh, we will talk to intern Zach. I guess he'll be back yeah. tomorrow. He made the trip to Charlotte. And we'll ask about that atmosphere. 
Uh, Jamie says, <laughs> commanders questionable hires, OC and DC. What do you even mean, Jamie? What questionable? Who'd they hire for DC? Uh, the uh, Witt Jr. He came from Dallas. Some guy Dan Quinn knows. Cliff Kingsbury, offensive coordinator. What do you think of Cliff? You know what? I'm going to choose to be optimistic. If they get Caleb Williams? Or it doesn't matter? I'm going to choose to be optimistic regardless. You've got... Um, <laughs> and as I try to be optimistic, my brain, the words about to come out of my mouth were, you've got two head coaches that were fired, and now with Kingsbury and Quinn. Uh, by the way, it is the anniversary of the, is it 28-3? to 3? Was that the score in the Super Bowl? Yeah, for the Falcons. On the Falcons same day, Dan Quinn gets introduced at Washington. Happy anniversary for being the biggest goat in Super Bowl Chuck artist. Yeah. But like I said, Dellerby, I'm being positive. You are, but you, I mean, <laughs> it's just, it's just overflowing. You, you, you've already been bitter at the 49ers, which you have no reason to, and you're, and you're being positive about your team, it seems like, so. Um, yeah, look, Jamie, worry about your own crappy team. Don't worry about mine. Uh, PJ says he went to the scrimmage Saturday, set with D. Charlie Martin. Mm. His name was brought up last week on the show. My dad, by your by dad. Your dad. Yeah, how about that uh, surprise appearance? That was good. I'll have to have him back on. Tyler said, my tickets to the Charlotte game got canceled 9 a.m. Saturday morning. Great stuff. Now, how does that work? I don't know, but what a thank you they gave him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, did, have you mailed your thank you note yet? How do you get tickets canceled? I've never heard that one. It is cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> canceled. It's like uh, when Jerry went to go pick up his rent-a-car, and uh, they didn't have it. And he said, you're good at taking the reservation. You're not good at keeping the reservation. Um, By the way, Joe Whitmore, big Auburn guy, from Auburn, Alabama, went to Auburn High School, went to Auburn University. War Eagle. <laughs> and he was the secondary coach and pass game coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. Jackson says, first class operation, my highlight every day. Is he talking about this show? <laughs> Thanks, Thank Jackson. You. Appreciate it. He also said, clip versus Chan boxing match broadcasted live in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Hmm. That would not be There is basketball coming your way this week. Wednesday, uh, Chandler and I will be playing one-on-one. And 1v1. What's the rules? Um, It's not make it, take it. It's not? What's the, how many points wins? <laughs> originally they being the chat game wanted us to go to 11 i just don't think that's feasible is every point a one pointer every point's worth seven points we're going to 14 <laughs> uh yeah well two uh three pointers count as two right yes yeah. so a three pointer counts as two <laughs> yeah and and a two counts as one kind of traditional one-on-one basketball one v one um i think the game's going to go to five to seven points well, I mean, what, let's pick one now. Do you need to win by two? Or just first person to seven? Because if it's a battle, we might be out there all day. How about first Game goes to five, win by two. And Ooh, if wow. you hit seven, you, you don't have to win by two. First one to seven wins. Why don't you just do that? First one to seven wins, you don't have to win by two. Yeah, first, first one to seven wins. All right. All right, I'm down with that. Mm. What is the line on this? Has, has Vegas let's set one? Huh? Said it. Uh, I don't know. This Chandler's is, mom says. Let's go to intern Alex. You 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 setting a line for this one on one clip versus Chandler? I think I was asked this 
last week or so, I think in the moment I took clip. Minus I have. Um I think I said two and a half. Good wow. Time. That's way too long. Wow. I'd bet on Chandler. I don't know why one. I think I said two and a half. Uh, I mean, that's Calvin sound, Ridley and bet on myself. That sounds wrong coming out of my mouth. Like that's <laughs> like, but I think that's what I said last week. What's the over under of three pointers made in this game? Well, there's going to be a lot attempted. So, so I can yes. tell you that. If we put ball in, <laughs> if we put it at three and a half, is that too high? No. It's way too low. Oh, I don't oh, think oh, so at all. Of a one's made. Chandler of said three three pointers made. Oh, made. At three and a half. That's I don't know if right. there's going to be a lot of driving to the basket. I think it's going to, at some point, it's just going to turn into a three point what? contest. I can dribble a ball, but I have no endurance. Chandler uh, claims he can. He has no ball handling ability. No. What is what is at stake? Um, pride, bragging rights forever. I think. I think but we can do something else. I think losers should have to do a suicide, full court suicide. Oof! After oh. the game. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Alex? That's rough. I was going to say loser sits in this chair, and I sit <laughs> on the set the next day. Ooh. And host the show? Yeah. Okay. Well, Alex, yeah. He just yeah. injected himself into the winner's bracket. <laughs> <laughs> do I have to disclose uh, an injury report? Because I... You better, what's in parentheses? I had a medical uh, incident this morning. Uh, I don't know if that, that needs to go on the injury report. I guess <laughs> okay. I... That is not like a ACL or MCL. You're not going to be carried out of the uh, out of the gym yeah. on, a, on a wheelchair. Parentheses gas. <laughs> You're not going to have a Paul Pierce situation, are you? Yeah. Oh no, I very well could. Um, all right, that's coming up Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. So, stay, I mean, Isaiah Winston and reports of of this great basketball game and i'm going to be out of i'm going to be coming out of a sales meeting i'm going to be fresh out of a sales meeting so hopefully the sales meeting goes good and i'm going to be fired up or i'm just going to be really mad because i feel like it went bad and i'm going to dominate okay um tyler i understand that so he's buying it from a third party i was thinking like charlotte denied his ticket but he's buying it from some jokel who, uh, who said no, yet, yet again thank you note needed <laughs> exactly i mean how much money how much money on the on the secondary market were you willing to pay so that i mean think of that i mean uh we got a scouting report from chandler's mom says uh he does not have ball handling skills unless it's a football or a baseball Ooh. thanks mom <laughs> well, long snapper but long shot yeah. can you shoot the three back in my heyday when was Much your, like ECU, LRB, we can all shoot the three. So Chandler, the question is, can you make the three? Chandler, yes, are you 24? 25. 25. When, when was your heyday? Probably <laughs> freshman and sophomore college when my, I played a lot of pickup basketball. My heyday was before Chandler was born. So, what, How old were you during your heyday? I would say um, I hit my peak. Well, 98? Late, uh, late middle school, early. Well, High school, high school. So, you, so right around the time Chandler was born. Ninth and tenth grade year were your best sports moments? Maybe even beyond that. Um, maybe uh, like senior year and, and on into college. So if we were doing, if we were playing one shining moment right now, it would be your senior year of college? Either that or my last year of Pee Wee. I had a lot of home runs that year. And Pee Wee? Like Coach Pitch. So <laughs> you were seven? <laughs> yeah. So either that moment in time or... Uh, 
Late high school, early college. All right. Maybe Chandler's mom will chime in on the chat of when his heyday was. He's saying, what, your freshman and sophomore year in college? When I played at the Wellness Center quite a bit. Wellness Center games. Basketball? Mm-hmm. All right. If ECU won in basketball, we would not be talking about this right now. Yeah. How about your baseball report? Let's let's give an update there. I'm excited about uh, the guys coming in a little bit. Parker Bird got baptized on the field. Also got a hit last week. A lot to talk about. Riley Parker Johnson Bird. coming back from injury. Hit a uh, home run yesterday. Riley Johnson is ready to go he's ready to roll uh carter cunningham ready to go uh justin wilcoxon ready to go carter cunningham by the way on sunday was out in left field and they had clunch and chaz myers at first myers at first uh it had seemed like and maybe it still will be that cunningham was going to start at first especially if you need to find a spot for riley johnson somewhere yeah. uh in the field but we'll ask uh Wyatt and parker uh, where they see Carter Cunningham playing in this lineup. I'm, I was going to bring this up, and I still will with Mully tomorrow, but I was thinking about it last night. It's pretty good when you can count the lazy fly balls hit. There was a, a lazy one to center. There was a lazy one to right that ended up with two players colliding. Yeah, so we got to get our communication right. Yeah. Um, and then there was a Dixon Williams uh, ground rule double. A Riley Johnson home run and then a robbed home run. In right field? Those were the only fly balls I could remember all day. Everything else was either on the ground or line drives. So I think that's a very good sign offensively heading into the season. Another thing, Pirate fans do not want to hear this because a lot of people won't like it. But before every inning started, at the beginning of every inning, a player went up and bunted a runner over. And I think they got every single bunt done. Yeah, they were they are the best right. bunting team in America. So get ready, Pirate fans. <clears throat> the bunting is back. We'll talk to Mully on Tuesday, and we'll see if he says what he said yesterday, which was he feels like this is going to be an offensive team where pitching and defense has kind of been the MO in the past, and it still could. We're just going off what we're seeing on scrimmages. He says if he had to say what is this identity right now, he thinks they're going to score a lot of runs this year. Mm, nice. Not necessarily with home runs, but with gappers and singles and station to station and things like that. And something that Cliff Godwin's always done, and that's be aggressive. I think this is going to be probably the most speed that we have in the lineup too because Bristol Carter, watching him run yesterday and on Saturday, he's got a lot of speed with Nowak. Uh, JC's pretty quick. And you got some other guys too that when they get on the base paths, uh, they're going to be moving around pretty quickly. Nowak stole second and third and one at bat. Remember that one, Chandler? Yep. So... Um, any other things stand out? You know, Cliff Godwin will be here a week from today. I know that. Yeah. So you'll be able to Do ask. you know that? You'll be able to ask Mully about that tomorrow, but then you'll be able to really hammer down and clamp down on the lineup and more next Monday. Cliff probably saw some ball, more balls kicked around than he would like yesterday. Hmm. But... I don't know. I felt and and Austin Knight got into some of the pitching. We'll talk. I didn't get to see wide pitch. I heard he pitched very well. He did. Um, we saw our guy DB come in and close it down. Yep. And I heard he closed it down on Saturday as well. So and I'm trying to think maybe of the a guy's name. Role for Danny Boo. Yeah, and I'm trying to think of the guy's name that he pitched yesterday 
Chris Kyer, Chris, I can't remember. We saw him pitch last year for George Washington. Kaler. Kaler, Chris Kaler. He was in yesterday and looked really good, too. So a lot of new guys. I, over the weekend, uh, I was having to have the roster on my phone because there is a lot of new guys out there getting some uh, getting some reps in. Beautiful day for baseball yesterday. Hope that holds up. Absolutely. Uh, when we get a home game here in uh, less than two weeks. Yeah, that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, just – Sunny and in the 50s would be great. And uh, I know the Pirate Nation's fired up to get out there. Softball gets underway Thursday. We talked to Shane Winkler. <clears throat> if you want a softball season preview, you can go back to Friday's show and check that out. They start on the road at Charleston. They'll be home uh, coming up next week. So they get going, LRB, in a few days. I heard him on Friday. It sounded like he has a lot of uh, folks from the transfer portal that he was really excited about. Yeah. And uh, so ECU softball uh, getting a head start uh, this Thursday. And men needed to do that. They have been really good in the non-conference and then really struggling in conference play. So he said, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go out and, and fix this and and hopefully did with all the incoming transfers. Yeah. Uh, do you want to stay one more segment, Ellery? Yeah, I'll stick around. Talk a little Super Bowl yeah. and more when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. Hanging with the Chad Gang, hanging with Shirley, Alex, John, Ellerby, and coming up later on, we got Brian Bailey, we got B-Man, Brandon Manning, we'll get his take on ECU baseball, and hear from Wyatt Lunsford-Shankman and Parker Bird. Parker grounded out in a Sunday scrimmage, and uh, Wyatt got to throw over the weekend as well, so we'll talk to those guys coming up in hour number three, Pirate Radio Live. We are back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go is down on Main Street. Uh, down on Main Street's famous weekday lunch specials are only $7.99. You can stop by for the house salad with grilled chicken. The half club sandwich with chips are everyone's favorite. The fried shrimp plate. And after work, down on Main is the perfect spot for dinners and uh, dinner and drinks rather on the patio. Join down on Main every Wednesday for half price wings from 4 p.m. to close down on Main Street on Main Street in historic downtown Washington. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. I can die happy now uh, after Adam Schefter's tweet last night. It was at 9.53 p.m. He said, Chiefs and Commanders both have arrived in Las Vegas. The week of Super Bowl 58 is officially underway. What are the commanders doing? <laughs> did he, did he had the commanders on his mind? Yeah, he just uh, tweeted something about, uh, I guess, Dan Quinn or Cliff Kingsbury yeah. or something. We're all starting to slip a little bit. Chiefs and commanders have arrived in Las Vegas. Maybe that's the first thing that Dan Quinn's doing with the team is saying, hey, let's go on a field trip. Let's go to the Super Bowl. I think he should do that. And say, hey, this could be us one day. Yeah, he should have taken Dallas while he was there, too. <laughs> By the way, what's up? Yeah, Dan Quinn continuing to be the 
oldest cool guy. Oh, he just wants to hang with the fans. <laughs> he put out a video today. What's up, Commanders fans? Can't wait to hang with you guys. Like it, it's almost a parody of itself at this point. Uh, and Chandler, you so, so the Commanders. Um, I the, guess the profile picture. profile picture is a backwards it's hat. A backwards hat. Yeah, it's we're, the back of a hat. We're really embracing the uh, the coolness here with Dan Quinn. What's the um, the greatest sports tweet you want to see before you die, Chandler? What do you want it to say, and who do you want it to be from? Because I thought of another one. Um, I don't know, probably I guess Adam Schefter or somebody tweeting out that the Panthers have won the Super Bowl. That's lame. Yeah. How about John Rothstein? saying uh we have another uh spoiler another bubble team is in trouble because east carolina just won the aac tournament and will be heading to the ncaa tournament that's that's what you want to see on your deathbed i just said before i die (laughs) now i still want to see the tournament game i don't want uh the tweet sports gods to get me wrong here i don't want to see that and then immediately pass away i want to see the game a few days later right. of them in the tournament. But that would be a good one for me. What about the Bucks scoreboard, East Carolina 70, NC State 20 next year? Uh, and baseball? What <laughs> <laughs> sport? Football. <laughs> 70 to 20? Yeah. The Bucks scoreboard, year. a live tweet by Pirate Radio saying that, and then you're hosting the fifth quarter. Are you saying hey, been there, done that. 2025. We don't play state. You're saying. In 2025. Okay. Next the, year. The first game of the season. <clears throat> uh, yeah. That would be. Would that be better than your John Rothstein? But that's hell that? no. no. Are you kidding me? That's not a real question, Ellery. Nobody that, has mentioned We've done that before. Hold on. Was that a real question? Was that a real question? You think beating state in football for one game is is the equivalent to going to the NCAA tournament? You've lost your mind. Call me crazy. You are crazy. Now what? Even, now what? I if can't we beat, even look at you anymore. All right. So what if we beat what if, what if we beat state seventy to twenty in the first round of the NCAA tournament? Then that's a different story. That's it. What were you gonna say, Alex? Only one tweet matters. Because. Alex and both had I had the same idea. What's that? The Omaha tweet's the only thing that matters. That that's the one. Aaron Fit tweets out NCAA. I want it from I want it from from Indianapolis. I Parts. want it. I want recognition Parts. from the top. Parts punched her ticket. Parts. Parts. Parts, Parts are going. Would Would the Omaha tweet be better than your NCAA basketball tweet? No. Yes. Not to me. Clip. I can't even look at you. That's I can't. Fine. <laughs> that fine, is ridiculous. Ellie. I don't want you to look at me. If you think one football, <laughs> don't win, look at me. Is better than going to the NCAA basketball tournament? I think I'm there. You think the ba- you I think, think I'm that making the tournament basket- though is is more is a bigger jump than getting to Omaha. But I, I'm a here's ba- my thing: I like basketball LB. more than baseball. We've done this before. Horrible. Place. We've beat State and we beat them bad in Raleigh one year. We're talking about something that's never happened. It's, well, happened, it's, it's happened. It's happened. Well, one baseball has never happened. And baseball hadn't been to Omaha. Mm-hmm. And then you have to go all the way back to 1993 to even think about East Carolina being in the tournament. If East Carolina gets blown out in the first game of the NCAA tournament, are you changing your mind? <laughs> we're there. You're, I'm not playing this dumb hypothetical. Why? I'm just, just throwing it out there. So I mean, you're saying, we would be the 16 versus Kansas. Ellerby, how many wins do you think East two have in 25 after they beat State? What if they lose the next three games? Do you change your mind? Doesn't really matter. <laughs> okay. What a great opening weekend in Raleigh <laughs> for that that fifth quarter call-in show. I think it's outstanding. 
Um, Jamie says, think of all the posts about ECU finally getting the World Series and then winning it its first year there. Mm-hmm. Like Coastal Carolina. That would be awesome. That would be so much fun to watch ECU baseball in Omaha. I do hate that Ole Miss put the Jello shot record firmly out of reach. It was LSU. LSU was who did it last yeah, year. Yeah, LSU, LSU, LSU. LSU, I think they, they don't even make Jello anymore. Yeah, but yeah. you, uh, the board isn't all time. I mean, it's for each college no, World Series. No, it resets so every year. You would have your chance to, sure. to do some damage if you wanted to. I'm sure we could do better than Wake Forest. Oh, we definitely, yeah. Love the opportunity. The fifth quarter live from the Jello shot bar. Mm. Now we're talking. Alex, how about uh, Dave Meltzer uh, tweeting out, 64-year-old Rock has defeated Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I thought you were about to say 78-year-old Vince McMahon (laughs) (laughs) Which both of those would, well, that would make me happy. (laughs) Much more so than The Rock winning. PJ says, Omaha! Hey, let's let's get there. Omaha's the leader in the clubhouse right now. Um... We'll talk. Commanders win the Super Bowl or Pirates mm. go to the NCAA tournament? They both just go there. I'm not telling you the outcome. Super Bowl. He's thinking very, very hard about this. No, I, Next February, the tweet is, the Commanders have punched their ticket to Super Bowl 58. Or next March, 59. John Rothstein does your tweet. I'm going to go NCAA tournament. Okay. Wow. Y'all don't know how much I love the NCAA tournament. I, I think I'm. I do. Yeah. And the conference championship week leading into selection Sunday, which leads into brackets, which leads into picks and and all that, which leads into the first four, which doesn't really matter, but you still watch. But then that Thursday and Friday are so awesome, man. How far are you taking the Pirates in your bracket? They punch the punch their way to the. To the I mean, I'd probably have teams. them one and done. Oh, you wouldn't even pick them to win? I don't know. I, who, who are they playing? Where are they playing? Who's on the team? What universe are we living They're in? They're an 8-9 matchup against Michigan. 8-9? <laughs> Damn. He must have won like 25 I really games. fired up. You're all right. <laughs> about to that one and beating the one seed at that point. <laughs> all right. How about this? How about this? 8-9. We're taking out Kansas in the second Let's round. Take, We're yeah. rolling. Pirates in the first four mm. or commanders winning the turn uh, are going to the Super Bowl. Mm, no, nah, yeah, Pirates. That's what? Right. That's right. O- Omaha Pirates in the first what? four is electric Oma- potentially. The, fir- the first four on Tuesday or Wednesday or Omaha. Again, it's about getting to the being on the the selection show. You, being on a bracket. Lo- you love the selection show in NCAA tournament that much. Yeah, it's my favorite. You yeah. would rather play in the first four than us go to Omaha. Did I understand that correctly? Mm-hmm. No, this is the Commander Super Bowl, theoretical. Yeah, no, but no, that's I, what he just I, I said. Just though. Both, though. Yeah, I'm taking uh, basketball. You're taking the first too? four over baseball going to Omaha. The, the yes. How many different times? How many times are you going to say it? I would say I just, I just need a clarification. It's now. a I, further jump for basketball to make the tournament than it is for baseball to get to Omaha. Yeah, we like we are we're close to there every year. This would be something that hasn't happened since 1993. I get ECU baseball's never been there, but they've been so close. And I feel like they are going to get there. Which is why I'm using my voodoo powers to help basketball cuz Cliff Godwin doesn't need my voodoo powers. He can do it on his own. Your voodoo powers are not very powerful. Not at all. Probably going to need them against Campbell in a few weeks. 
Bowie's Creek House of Horrors. The Pirates in Dayton in the first four mm. instead of Omaha. Do 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 do. Man. Pirates of six six. Nah, just, just, just so Greg Gumble can say East Carolina in the first four. <laughs> Greg Gumble's never uttered the words East Carolina in his life. He'll probably say Eastern. Mm. What if they put the bracket up first time we make it and it says Eastern? <laughs> Gosh, no. <laughs> you know how many people would be on facebook mm. oh my gosh clip social still- media would explode and it's wrong everywhere it's wrong on the bracket it's wrong on the broadcast <laughs> out, yeah. it's wrong it's everywhere. on the ticker eastern carolina <laughs> and then they'll get it wrong and then they'll put us like on ncaa probation for some violation like our game will be on true tv and it'll yeah. definitely say like university of eastern carolina you're saying true tv over omaha <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying Coming up at noon on Tuesday. Jamie says, you know that's not when they play the games, Ellery. Jamie says, I'm hearing Clip hates ECU baseball. That's the headline. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, well, y'all are morons. Eric says, ECU basketball has plenty of, have, has, has had plenty of doo-doo power. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. That's really great. Yeah. Well done. Uh, Super Bowl, Ellerby. Who you got? I'm taking the 49ers. Even though Isaiah Winstead's mad at him? <laughs> Even though Isaiah Winstead's mad at him, but, he, but Mahomes is mad at his dad for getting a Dewey this week, and it's a complete distraction. Did I miss that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, man. When did that happen? He was at the bar the other night with you talking about ECU going to the tournament. (laughs) I couldn't take your nonsense anymore. (laughs) Who is this guy that keeps talking about ECU basketball going to the tournament? Give me a shot. This guy will not get it through his thick head. It was his third or fourth, Hmm. uh, to which he will be looking probably at time. It just seems like when off-the-field problems have happened to teams before or during the Super Bowl week that that, – and look, this is very – I mean – I bet you Patrick Mahomes gets some gets some questions. I, I just think the Taylor Swift end comes to an end. I I think it's good that she is not there during the week. That she's just coming in for the game. I, I mean, mean what that's was a she, positive for them. What would she be doing? Laying at the Bellagio pool? I mean, I just, in general, <laughs> just her presence is a distraction. She'll be there with Jim Rome. That's where he's at. Swift. Swift. What's good? Um... The players, yeah, they're going to be asked about it. Definitely. I'm taking the 49ers. Um, when I say the name Eugene Robinson, does anything come to mind? Mm-hmm. Yeah, solicitation. Yeah, that happened during the uh, Super Bowl. In Miami. I say the word was stabbing, what comes to mind? Well, he wasn't playing in that Super <laughs> what about Bowl. The, what about the Raiders guy, the offensive lineman Absolutely. That, went, that went missing? Barrett. He went, yeah. He he went across the border. I think wasn't it like Arizona or yes. something? Barrett Robbins. And he went to like Tijuana or somewhere or something crazy. He, he went, went on a bender. Barrett yeah. Robbins. Yep. Uh, Two so, days before the Super Bowl. There's uh, just been some Google Super Bowl didn't arrest. The, the Raiders win that Super Bowl though. Uh they Was lost that, to the Bucks. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so okay, interesting thought. I mean, this that's is just a, my theory. Which take it for leave it for absolutely nothing. But I'm going 49ers. Yeah, okay. I'm just going. I'm actually going for a close game. I I, I want to be I want to be entertained for four quarters for the last football game of the year. That's that would be my ultimate. And if it came down to the last play or some spectacle, you want somebody to have the ball with two minutes to go with the chance. You know, don't want it to go to overtime. But you want someone up by four and the other team with the ball with a chance to win. Mahomes with two minutes to drive. Yeah, 
something you, like that. You want someone to kick off at or right around the two minute mark to the other team after they just took the lead. So you get that goal in two minutes, mm-hmm. and then you, you, you that's how the magic's made. Yeah, sure. Andy Reid's son was involved in a car accident days before the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and they got blown out by the Bucks when Tom Brady they beat him. So I'm just, I'm just telling you, is there is there, there there's an arrest voodoo, not clip voodoo, and they are the the boys are in Vegas for a week straight, which you would think that they could comport themselves, but <clears throat> it's possible that they don't. I found this interesting. I think my son told me this, but uh, how about the Raiders are hosting the Super Bowl with their two hated rivals? Hmm. Uh. Yeah, kind of. An I mean, if you're a Raiders fan, it's like sure. you got to watch the game with the 49ers and Chiefs in your building. I think, yeah, if I it d- was a real football city, that would be more of a story, right? But I'm just Vegas. saying for Raiders fans, yeah. if, I, for Raiders fans having to watch the Super Bowl, yeah, they, they are in a quandary. I did read that both teams are staying 25 to 30 minutes outside of the city to keep players off the strip uh, at night. Was the plan? So they moved them pretty much outside of the city to these like exterior resorts around the lake or somewhere that is far away from the stadium found that interesting we'll see if it works because i mean i feel like if you if you want trouble you can find it yes, yes if you're a man with a few million dollars and you're in vegas you can probably find some trouble and i'm sure trouble won't come find those resorts <laughs> <laughs> right right i'm sure the trouble won't make the 20 minute drive it tends to be that trouble will sniff out some money and uh, some opportunities sure. to to make some millionaires look dumb. Sure. This week. Uh, all right, Ellerby. See you next week. Enjoyed it. Super Bowl winner. Be victory Monday for somebody. Yeah. Maybe the Pirates will have victory something next week. If not, Cliff Godwin will be here. We'll get ready for baseball season. Yeah. Well, uh, excited about that. Ba- basketball is off this midweek, right? They'll be on the road yes, this weekend. Not until so. uh, Saturday. The other thing we haven't mentioned yet, uh, Holton Aylers is going to be here on Wednesday taking phone <laughs> calls, taking phone calls, fifth quarter style, answering your questions, whatever you want to ask. The Holton Aylers show off to a uh, great start. He's got another great ECU guest this week, Shane Carden. I had Ruffin McNeil last week. That show has gotten a tremendous amount of buzz. A lot of good stories in, in that program. But uh, Holt Naylor's Wednesday at 5 o'clock with the walk-ons. Right here, Clip, you're getting kicked out of this studio. It is a walk-on. Holt Naylor's in the walk-on takeovers. Wednesday, 5 o'clock, taking your call is going to be a lot of fun. So looking forward to that. Yep, looking forward to listening to that as well. See All you guys right. next week. Let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. More to go. Hour number one, Pirate Radio Live. Something else we hadn't talked about. There is one East Carolina team that is balling right now. Clamp down, Sean. Uh, recap the women's hoops victory over the weekend and have more for your pirate radio live on a monday back with you after these You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. 
pirate water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, ECU women's basketball picking up a blowout win over the weekend 72 to 51 at wichita state it's a lot of points for this team uh to score in the 70s like that and i uh, gotta give them credit they, they are fighting through the injuries and uh and and going with what they got and now two in a row for this team and i believe uh well danae had 23 but katrina aka karina gordon the freshman the freshman 16 points made four of her 15 threes so she was jacking them up and uh hit four of them uh in the win over wichita state so now they move to 13 and 8 6 and 4 and they got charlotte coming up saturday at two o'clock and surely i don't know this conference seems like it could be somewhat up for grabs so just try to get the best possible spot you can in the conference tournament like they did last year and see where the chips fall absolutely and as a matter of fact if you go back and look at the box score uh tatiana weish got a double double she finished with i think it was 11 points 12 rebounds seven blocks uh in the game and as a matter of fact she was the first player in program history to uh, field a double double with seven or more blocks uh, thrown in so uh, that's also a positive because the Weiss twins we've been waiting for them to really kind of uh, I don't want to say step it up because I think they've been there it's just uh, we've been waiting for them to have a breakout game I think Tatiana got it on Sunday and all but two pirates on the, the that were available to play scored points in the game and that's something else that Kim McNeil has been talking about is spreading the ball around not having uh Danae have to have to carry so much of the weight as far uh, as scoring as uh right now she is the leading scorer on the team finishing with what you mentioned 23 points so big one coming up this Saturday uh inside Menji's Coliseum I believe I think that is a home game and they play at two o'clock against Charlotte so that's going to be another big one because uh they are uh, two games above 500 in the conference got to keep it that way so they can put themselves in a nice position for postseason your headline games in men's college basketball went like this north carolina beat duke on saturday 93 84 really impressive win by kansas wire to wire (coughs) over houston they jumped out early and never looked back they won 78 to 65 and how about tennessee seems like everybody beats kentucky now uh at kentucky but tennessee putting up 103 points and a 103 92 win over kentucky and then purdue able to beat wisconsin on the road 75 to 69 so uh back-to-back losses for wisconsin um other big news over the weekend can i throw one in uh go ahead um on saturday now it wasn't exactly a great game for the philadelphia 76ers but for one local kid it actually turned out to be pretty decent. Uh, Baby T, Terquavion Smith, now playing for the Philadelphia 76ers, came in, I believe, in the third quarter of the game, dropped 
five three-pointers ended up uh, leaving the game with 17 points. And that is his first uh, multi-point game uh, because I believe the first game he played in, he only hit one three-pointer and that was it. That's all he registered and has not registered much after that because he hasn't really played in a lot. But they did put him in for that Brooklyn game and uh, he went nuts behind the three-point line baby t uh sixers host the mavericks tonight the spectrum center will be rocking tonight the hive will be alive because the lakers are in town and the lakers are 12 and a half point favorites over the abysmal charlotte hornets all right uh chad on youtube is here and he wants to hear the big dogs take on cody stepping aside for rock versus roman so friday night on smackdown the rock returns cody just won the royal rumble so he gets to pick a champion to face at wrestlemania it was going to be cody versus roman rematch cody has did he beat brock lesnar yes so last year lost to roman and started his climb back to roman that including beating brock lesnar that includes glenn as you winning the rumble as you say being the face of wwe yeah being the guy he's the guy wins the rumble this year uh, back-to-back rumble wins correct yes yeah which uh can't have been done a lot austin if ever austin um but the rock comes out friday night and they wrote it as cody says i'm i'm gonna i've step called aside. somebody who knows more about you than me is kind of how he they tried to play it yeah i didn't <clears throat> i didn't care for the i nobody I, cared for it i didn't there what but the issue with it is there's no way to have gotten there in a common sense fashion yeah there's no storylines you could have written there's no bit of dialogue you could have written to make it make sense where a guy has a shot at number one and says you know what i'm good if you're gonna do it you should have had him at the rumble and just win the rumble have the rock win the rumble people wouldn't have liked it sure. but at least it would have made sense sure you could have had rock come out at 30 yeah he wins the rumble man it would have been atomic though it's gonna be atomic anyway it, so i didn't realize how against this every, literally everybody is it's just bec- like it, does that include you alex are you totally against this yes okay it makes everything worth like a waste of time right because it the the story was cody for a year getting back to the, the shot and then beating it this time i also didn't realize till over the weekend that uh the rock like well it's not his fault it's this not is even what wwe wrote no this is like the rock no, this is his doing yeah. because he's on the board yeah. of the directors How of the company that not, owns only, the- not only is he on the board of the directors alex he's already gotten into place his own creative team within br- the company he brought back his own writer to write for him He's got, and they're forming a plan B creative team in case Triple H's situation falls apart. Which to me, if I was Hunter, I'd be sharpening up my resume because I'm going to be looking for a job saying they're, I mean, they're telling him that. To me, that's how I would read that writing on the wall that if they're, they're actively researching my, my replacement already, it would make me feel uncomfortable tyler says the rock always makes it about himself i just i didn't i I guess i didn't realize the hate and anger towards the rock i I don't think Dwayne got it until this time like it i don't think he ever had like that hogan that people the the reaction that people have 
to oh this guy's a political player he's just here to bump the numbers for himself but uh this time like you said man nobody's for this and in some ways i wonder if it's manufactured controversy like okay we're gonna do something that's obviously stupid and we're gonna give you what you want in the end anyway i hope so um what did you want at the end what do you mean cody should win the the belt cody's got to be the guy that takes down roman well what do you mean in the end we're gonna give you something when does that happen at mania maybe maybe they're now they are forced to make it into a three-way kind of like oh, they did oh, with oh, oh, oh. remember the year that like well, remember 30 wrestlemania 30 when they tried to keep brian out of the main event yeah but hasn't it has has cody said i'm facing rollins Seth? or not he no. has not oh so he hasn't said anything and so they have this thing yeah, so thursday it's still open maybe right and so they have this thing thursday um some sort of press event in, in vegas uh with everybody there um and so that there could be some clarification then but it's pretty much i mean it's the, the direction is <laughs> roman rock and seth cody we could find out tonight they had a whole lot that is true there there was a whole lot of uh moving pieces and i get the need to steady the ship because you had the vent situation you had brock attached to the vent situation so he's no longer available you had punk get injured take us to break Charlie. so that's another one and so you just had a lot of you had a moving a lot of moving pieces that were taken off the table but you didn't need to do this you did not need it that was the wrong move yeah definitively oh well uh, we'll see what happens from here. I think they should just keep changing it every live show. Love it. By Raw tonight. You had like last Rock week never happened. out and says, Cody, I'm handing it back to you. And then on SmackDown, Cody's like, Rock, I want you in. Triple threat. Like They just keep going until we get Eventually they add Seth. Four way. Yeah. Every, yeah. And right. then it just turns into a, a Royal Rumble at WrestleMania <laughs> for the champion. Oh, man. All right. Let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. More to go. BB, Brian Bailey joins us. Hour number two, Pirate Radio Live. Back with you on a Monday after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Carolina Caliber, Eastern North Carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years. Visit carolinacalibercompany.com to shop today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor Program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month or you can make a one-time donation and GUC will match all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor Program. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Rock. Shout out uh, Carolina Caliber. They followed me on Twitter this week. Oh, yeah, they did. Uh, me too. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, I thought, you, I mean, they followed me too. Sorry. Why did you say sorry? Because I felt like you felt special. Well, stuff your sorries in a sack. How about that? Uh, well, join me a sack. <laughs> do we got bb we got bb on the pirate radio live line bailey how you doing man 
Not too bad. How's it going? It is going good. Uh, got a lot to talk about with hoops, with baseball coming up, and uh, football always a topic. And speaking of which, uh, Alex Harper does a great job here each and every day at Pirate Radio Producing. Uh, also does a great job on the football field long snapping. Alex, uh, let's go ahead and get this out of the way now. Who will be the starting quarterback for East Carolina when they take the field this fall? I have no idea. Oh, you have no idea? No. Take a guess. I don't make those decisions. Oh, my God. Is that the answer you're going with? Yes. Okay. Do you think it might be? All right, fine. That's what you're going with. That's what I'm going with. Well, Bailey, uh, we were just talking about it off the air. I guess we're we're in for a quarterback battle uh, when spring football opens up. Uh, another Garcia in. Caden uh, Hauser in. You've still got Raheem Jeter. So, uh I don't know. I'm excited about what we see in the uh, spring from the quarterback position. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, too, because I think that, you know, it's, it's going to be an open competition, and we're just going to see, you know, we've got a new uh, offensive coordinator. we got new coaches. So uh, the whole spring is just going to be, you know, different for all of us, and I think it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. How much can they revamp uh, this team, this offense specifically, from what we saw last year? This offseason, they have worked on that quite a bit, uh, putting the pieces together. We'll see how it uh, it looks on the field. Uh, Baseball-wise, Bailey, we are expecting a good team to be on the field once again. Uh, Chandler and I were out at the scrimmage on Sunday. Chandler, you went a little bit on Saturday as well. Yeah, I did. Uh, we'll talk to Mully about it, who was out there uh, coming up Tuesday on the show, and more ECU Baseball Talk in Hour 3, but uh Austin Knight joined you today on the Brian Bailey Show. A lot of, lot of new arms they're adding to the mix with you, Savage, with Root, with uh, Wyatt Lunsford Shankman, Danny Beal. A lot of guys we know back, but a uh, nice little mix of newcomers. And sounds like uh, Austin Knight said they're, they're still trying to figure out what they got with all those guys. Yeah, and, it's, and as we talked about, the fact that you go into the first weekend with one, two, three for your starters. Uh, but that never seems to last, you know, the whole season just because guys get nicked up or, or one guy doesn't perform as much as, as well as you'd like and you want somebody else in there, somebody else performs well in the midweek. So, you know, it's a long, long season. But I think they're, I think they're pretty set on one, two uh, to start things off. And as Austin said, Jay Conner seems to have the lead uh, for that third slot, which, which he's deserved probably because he's been around for a long time. But there are a lot of arms, and I think we're going to see – you know, some of the arms and names we recognize and some we don't recognize yet. And we're going to see them uh, starting with that first weekend against Ryder. And uh, in the field, um, uh, similar situation, but I would say more holdovers than uh, than pitching maybe across the board because we're going to see a lot of familiar names. And right now, Carter Cunningham uh, is going to go into the season hot because he is hitting the ball well right now. Saw Dixon Williams swing it well on uh, Sunday. And Riley Johnson... Remember when you talked to Henry Lartigue last Monday, he said that previous weekend was the first time he's been able to see Riley Johnson give it a full go. Well, Chandler, uh, he was uh, he was going this weekend too. So very excited where uh, where Riley Johnson's at right now. And uh, talking to Mully yesterday, Bailey, he thinks this uh, offense is going to put up a lot of runs this year. Well, if this offense does put up a lot of runs, they're in good shape because I think the pitching staff is going to be really, really good, really deep. And I think that, you know, when you start off on a Friday night with Trey Savage going at it, and, you know, Friday nights are, are usually low-scoring games in the conference because you're going up against the yellow team's ace and even teams that, that, you know, don't have the great record, you know, in the American or in conference play, you know, their Friday night guys usually pretty good. So there should be some 
really good games coming up on Friday nights with Trey Savage going, and then you go with Zach Root after that. Uh, but if they can score a bunch of runs, I think they're in good shape. Bailey's in baseball mode had uh, Henry Lartigue on the show last Monday, Austin Knight today. Next Monday, he'll have Jeff Palumbo, and we'll talk to Cliff Godwin previewing the season. And then the following Monday after that, Bailey will have on Cliff Godwin to recap the first series of the baseball season. So uh, we're in uh, full speed ahead with baseball, BB. Yes, we are. And I'm looking forward to both of those conversations because uh, Coach Palumbo is just a wealth of knowledge and you know, just a really, really great coach, great guy. And then, of course, having Cliff on after that first series, because the first series you get a chance to see, you know, what the guys have done. You know, who, who goes three for four, who steals a base, who, you know, who shuts them down as far as the bullpen goes. So I, I think that'll be a lot of fun as well. Kind of neat uh, yesterday, Chandler. It's it's open practice, basically. And, and I don't know how these coaches talk to the players when there's not people around. But watching Jeff Palumbo yesterday, they're playing what is similar to a real baseball game, but in between at bats and things like that, Palumbo's giving out instructions. Very calm, uh, but very detailed, and it was it was cool to see him work yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, it was funny because I didn't know if he was there on Saturday because on Saturday it was Danny Bill in the first base uh, box. Uh, but yeah, Jet Palumbo catching up those guys yesterday on the base pass, and uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome to see him work. He's such a great coach. Uh, BB Pirate Hoops losing at Charlotte over the weekend. And boy, has Charlotte had East Carolina's number since joining the American in multiple sports. Uh, football, namely, but also basketball on Saturday. And uh, Charlotte, they are, what, 8-1 and one now in the AAC and in first place. And that place was rocking. Uh, we'll get a chance to get them back in Menjis, But uh, that one uh, did not go the Pirates' way on Saturday. No, no, it didn't, and, and they they really battled for a long time in that game. It got it got away from them late, but you know it's just that's just life on the road, and that was a really good crowd. I liked what Coach Schwartz said afterwards when he said, you know, I don't think the guys were intimidated at all. I think you know we hung we hung tough, hung right with them until about the ten minute mark, and you know things went south from there. But that's good to see that Charlotte's you know doing what they're doing because I think. You know, Pirate fans have to look at, at what Charlotte's doing and think, hey, we could do that. And I think down the road somewhere, it's going to happen. I know we're talking Pirate basketball. <laughs> that's, that's against the norm. But I really think that at some point, you know, they'll get this thing turned around and, and they'll be one of the ones. Because the whole American, I mean, everybody thought Memphis was going to be so good. And they've got, what, four losses? At least four. Um, and you got teams like South Florida that have totally turned it around. So Pirates are up next to turn this thing around. Yeah, and uh looks like it's turned into a one-bid league the way and Memphis was able to survive the other day against Wichita State, but they got some work to do if they want to make the tournament. FAU's looking pretty good right now as far as making the NCAA tournament. East Carolina will be off uh, this midweek and will play again coming up at UTSA on ESPNU coming up on Saturday. So uh, we won't get to see Pirates uh, here at home for a while. We'll get to see some uh, some baseball here at home before we... Uh, see the pirates, but Bailey, uh, did did you learn anything? Did you see any Duke Carolina, and and did you learn anything from that one? North Carolina knocking off Duke on Saturday. I really went into that game thinking that Carolina was a little better than Duke this year, and and I think that 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 played out. And that's not to say that Duke can't win at Cameron, which you know they can for sure. But I really think Carolina's got it rolling right now. They're really really talented and really good and. It'll it, they'll be a tough out in the NCAA tournament if they play like this. 
And you look at the top of the college basketball polls, you see Purdue with the big man Zach Eady. You see Houston, who got uh, walloped by Kansas the other day. And then there's UConn and Tristan Newton and a former Pirate leading the point uh, for UConn, who won it all last year. Bailey looks like a contender to do it again this year. I watched the St. John's game uh, this weekend because I wanted to see Tristan play. And it's it's fascinating to me to hear the announcers talk about how good a player he is and how, how he's leading this team and how you know he was a main cog last year in the national championship run and he's a main cog this year as they go for back-to-back titles. And uh, just I remember so many interviews uh, with him for the coaches show and him laughing about stuff. And uh, really, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad for him. I mean, who would have thought that you could – leave east carolina and go win a national championship which he's been able to do and he might win too brian bailey joining us ahead of super bowl 58 bailey uh what's your take on niners and chiefs who are you taking in that one well i probably would have to take kansas city i just think that when i look at the playoffs and what's happened san francisco probably you know they could have very easily lost both of their playoff games and give them credit, they were able to, to win both. But uh, you look at Kansas City, and they just seem to put it up you know, a different notch. They just seem to move it up a notch, and, and they like an NBA team that, you know, they don't start playing until the playoffs start. But they played really well. They were so bad a couple of times late in the season, and I thought, man, the Chiefs, they just don't have it. <clears throat> but they've had it in the playoffs, and, you know, I think it's hard to bet against Mahomes. What do you think about the commanders taking your defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn? Well, you know, I knew Dan Quinn was going to get a head coaching job somewhere, and I think that, you know, the way it worked out, that was the last one left. And, uh, you know, I really liked – he did a great job with the Cowboys defense for the most part. I still am in shock of how bad offensively and defensively and special teams that the Green Bay game went in the first round of the playoffs, and I blame them all. So, you know, if they had gotten rid of McCarthy, I was good with that. If they get rid of Quinn, I'm good with that. They got You can't go into a game like that that means so much, especially to a team that has struggled in the playoffs and just lay a big fat egg, and they did. And this season's not even over yet. We still got one game left, the Super Bowl. But uh, Jerry Jones, uh, I've seen comments already about next season, and says that everything they're doing uh, this off season is for 2024, and that's it. They're not, you know, looking ahead, planning for the future. They're trying to win it all now, and uh, that could be a good thing, Bailey. Could be a bad thing. Could set you back. And I just don't know. After that Green Bay game, I, I think I'm going to be on the side that says Dak just isn't going to get it done when it matters. Certainly he can. Um, he hasn't yet. It could happen, but uh, it sounds like Jerry's setting up for a, a, a make or break to, uh, 2024 almost, 2024-25 with McCarthy, with Dak, with everybody. Well, and I look at that game too, and I was more disappointed in the defense than I was Dak. Now, Dak threw the big critical pick six, which – which I think cost them the game. I think as bad as things were, they still had a chance if they don't throw that pick six. But when you throw that pick six right before the half, and you know all of a sudden you're down twenty, I think it's twenty-seven nothing. You came back and scored a touchdown, but you still, I mean, it was that you can't give a give it away like that. Now I'm not saying you know it's funny about Dak that he, he's he's going to get votes for the most valuable player in the league. And everybody is talking about how he can't win. And he, he, he just can't. He just hasn't proven that he can, you know, go into a big game and, and you know, play like he, he, he plays against bad teams. And 
until he does that. And that's what's so disappointing about the Packer game is, is the fact that all week long, just like with Jerry saying, you know, we're all in for 2024. Well, all the whole team said we're all in for 2023. Right. We understand it. Yeah. Got to play a great game against Green Bay, and we've got to be this and that. And they were awful. So, would you rather have Dak or Brock Purdy, Bailey? Not that I remember it or anything. Right. Would you rather have Dak or Brock Purdy? I'd rather have Dak, but yeah. I'm beginning to wonder. I'll ask you again next Monday. See what see, uh, see what happens in the Super Bowl, right? After he wins the MVP, I'll probably change my mind. Uh, Ryan says, happy Monday. He wiggled his way out of work Saturday, made the trip to Charlotte. Great atmosphere in Halton Arena. Pirates played well, but fell flat in the last 10 minutes. And uh, we'll circle back to that to wrap it up, Bailey. It was just nice to see East Carolina playing in a fun basketball environment, right? You just don't see it a lot in this AAC at a lot of these schools. Yeah, it's same thing you know with football and, and yeah. the environments that you have. And you have to make your own excitement, that kind of thing. And it was, it, it was, it was. It was, and I hate to say it because a lot of people don't like to, you know, to describe it like this. But it was like an ACC atmosphere. I mean, it was it was a big time college basketball atmosphere in Charlotte. BB, uh, enjoyed the chat with Austin Knight earlier today on the Brian Bailey Show. If you missed it, we'll air it live at six o'clock as we continue to get you ready for Pirate Baseball. Anything uh, going on WNCT Channel Nine Sports this week, Bailey? Kind of a slow week because, uh, as you said, pirate men don't, don't play this week. Pirate women don't play this week. Uh, so it's kind of one of those things. High school basketball is trying to wrap up as they get set for uh, the, the state playoffs coming up. I think they got like a week and a half, maybe two, left in their regular season. But, uh, you know, the good teams have kind of distanced themselves from the other teams. So uh, it's kind of a slow week. BB, good stuff. We will check in with you again next week. It'll be uh, baseball week, so that'll be exciting. It will be game week. That's always fun. Yes, sir. Thank you, BB. Brian Bailey joining us today here on Pirate Radio Live. A lot of uh, social media posts about the Grammys. <laughs> All right, let's. When we return, we literally we were, were talking just about talking it. about that. So Alex uh, boycotted, said he was going to boycott the Grammys from here on out. We'll see if he did, and uh, we'll have more for you. We'll get our fleet feet rundown. When we return, Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. Big Hour 3 on tap with Brandon Manning and a couple of current Pirates, Parker Bird and Wyatt Lunsford Shankman. That is all ahead. Pirate Radio Live back with you after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Carolina Caliber, Eastern North Carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years. Visit CarolinaCaliberCompany.com to shop today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike subs on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike sub location. Jersey Mike's a sub above. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. 
Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Chandler and I having the deepest conversations we've ever had during that, that break. Yeah, I know. Uh, let's get to our fleet feet uh, rundown rundown can you roll your r's rundown it's pretty good pretty good pretty 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 good fleet feet has the shoes you need if you are a runner walker or anyone in between they've got those great services for you including that one-on-one service plus the 3d foot scanner that measures your arch height width and more you can go see them, 207 East Arlington Boulevard in the old Gordon's Golf location. Fleet Feet, they run for you. And, Sean, uh, they always have something fun going on as well at Fleet Feet. Yeah, absolutely. Something every single week. Every Saturday, they have their coffee run. Every Monday, the Emporium Pub Run. Every Wednesday, the Fleet Feet Greenville Pub Run at 615. And then also some awesome events coming up in March and April. March 13th is the St. Paddy's Pub Crawl. March 16th is the Coop Strong 4-Miler. And then April 20th, the First Step 5K Run and one mile fun run so check out fleetfeet.com for more information on these awesome events uh let's do a uh trust exercise here i want everybody to be honest with me you want to do the trust fall <laughs> no chandler who is your favorite college athletics team east carolina pirates east yeah. carolina they are mine as well how about you alex purple and gold so i'm dead and cold all right shirley how about you um i guess at this point in my life yes ecu okay good answers now when you were 10 years old chandler who was your favorite college sports program east carolina pirates who's your second favorite nc state okay when i was 10 years old wait let me get alex's answer alex when you were 10 years old who was your favorite sports program college the west virginia mountaineers interesting why is that uh my dad's side of the family is from west virginia and i grew up with season tickets to west virginia football games there you go interesting answer and a good reason shirley how about you i was a duke blue devil right and i liked north carolina but we can all grow and mature and mature 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 as my grandmother would say but i um as a east carolina student kind of looked around like it's kind of weird that i i like east carolina i love east carolina i'm here but why would i also like a team down the road that don't give two craps about me that looks down on east carolina yeah that ain't cool so they're out of my life forever and i feel great about that decision uh but with and with all that being said i guess none of us so shirley do you still have interest in a duke north carolina basketball game yes you said be honest so you were not happy on saturday no i was not okay do you still have the passion today that you've always had for that game and rivalry? Be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, this year, no. Um, as a matter of fact, this might be the very first Duke Carolina game I did not watch a single second of. Wow. Um, I usually, I mean, that's usually must see TV for me. Um, but for some reason this year, I just wasn't feeling it. So I didn't right. watch it. Hey. 
I appreciate your honesty. Uh, Alex, Black Backyard Brawl, Pitt in West Virginia. Do you have any emotional ties to that game in 2024? I don't know if this is politically correct, but yes. Yeah, I appreciate your honesty. Because it's Pitt. Yeah, I think that was why I used that example. Mm-hmm. But like night to night, you're not pro- – are you watching West Virginia games? Or are you? No, not really. Okay. Uh, I've When I was uh, home for Christmas break, when West Virginia played Car- – I hate Carolina, by the way, like despise them. So West Virginia played Carolina in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. I was glued to the television. Okay. You had a rooting interest and a team to hate all yeah. in one, mm-hmm. wrapped up in one. All right. I, I look, I like being honest with our, our people hey, out there. Let's mm-hmm. just be honest. Be honest with you uh eric says does fleet feet have glow in the dark velcro shoes <laughs> he had a sweet pair in first grade you couldn't tell me nothing with those things on i tell you what eric i bet they'll have something you want mm-hmm. that's all i'm gonna say mm-hmm. and i ain't gonna mm-hmm. say nothing else mm-hmm. tyler said great use of the cheat sheet good work john thank you chad was at fleet feet saturday to get his son some new shoes he saw a guy with a new pirate radio hoodie he got it in highlighter yellow. It was pretty dope. Shout out that guy. Shout out to that Shout guy. Shout out Chad. You go to PR927FM.com, get you a cool Pirate Radio football helmet hoodie and some other goodies. Be cool like the rest of them. And be cool like Dan Quinn. PR927FM.com. Tyler was a uh, Wake Forest guy growing up. The Demon Deacons. Jamie says, y'all know mine. Jamie's still uh, an Indiana guy on an Indiana night. Mm-hmm. Wait, what makes him an East Carolina guy? Jamie, why are you an East Carolina guy? Did you go to school here? Jamie, give me your full background. Why are you an Indiana Hoosier? Why are you an East Carolina Pirate? Need your fan fandom background background check. Thank you for saying that. You said it way better than I could. Chad is and was a Tar Heel. Ryan's first NCAA football and basketball was at Wake Forest, so he was a demon deacon before ECU. Tyler said, once I became a pirate, everyone else is irrelevant. Jerry says he grew up a Tar Heel fan, too, Told Mama said Dean Smith was the devil. Ooh. Whoa. Chad said he grew up in North Carolina watching ACC. His brother was a Duke fan. He had to be different. My dad was a Carolina fan, and I say was because now he doesn't care about it either. And my mom was a Dookie, so when I was a kid, those games were very interesting. Never watched them together, and I would watch with my dad. So I chose the uh, the Carolina route. Um, Chad said, but I was born and raised in Greenville, so I've always been a pirate. Jamie went to ECU, so why do you like, are you from Indiana? Why do you like Indiana? You've explained why you're a pirate. Why are you a Hoosier? Let us know. Johnny Stats is a Tennessee Vol guy. He still follows them. Okay. Good old Rocky Top. That's interesting. Do you have a secondary team? Who did you root for growing up? And then when you became a pirate, do you still have an affection for those other schools? I think it's an interesting conversation because some people still have the affection for multiple schools. I'm a one school kind of guy. Now, I have a fling every now and then with Xavier, with St. Bonaventure, but those those are just flings. There's not a lot of, 
emotion attached to it. It's just hot and passionate. You know what I'm saying? Hey, calm down a little bit. <laughs> I didn't ask for that. <laughs> Should I ask before I touch you next time? Yeah, it scared me a little bit. Look, I don't have problem. I don't have a problem with people having a secondary team, of course. But I will say, it used to really bother me when I was here at East Carolina, walking to class and seeing somebody with like a NC State or a Carolina sweatshirt on, yeah, or any type of apparel. Yeah, I, I used to be like, "What are you doing?" That's about the time when I hit my realization. Like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I just it used to really make me mad. But I mean, I like I don't care if you do it outside of campus or maybe I don't know. But like going to class at East Carolina and you're wearing a different school's like shirt or sweatshirt or mm-hmm. hat, it doesn't make a lot of I, sense I, in the grand uh, scheme of things. Yeah, I can understand that, but mine was on like a different level because you know I went to a D two school, much smaller school. I went to Barton College, and you know, at the time when I was in school, Mount Olive was our probably the most heated rival we had. And if somebody rolled around campus with a Mount Olive sweatshirt on, we really took that personally. Um, so I can kind of see it, but you know, you guys are on a much bigger scale when you're talking about teams <clears throat> like State, Carolina, Duke. Yeah, I mean, Barton's not going to play know, ECU, right? Or, yeah. Right. Or I'm, Duke, for that matter. Or Duke, for that matter. Yeah. Although, that would be super cool if they did, because they have the same colors. So, it would be <clears> kind of <throat> neat. But, um, I, you know, I can understand it, but at the same time, um, and like Chandler said, if you wear it outside of of campus, I don't, you know, I'm I'm from the school of thought that you're a grown person, you can make your own decisions, and Absolutely. if you choose to Absolutely. wear something other than ECU gear then you should and you know other people's opinion doesn't matter but on campus i can completely understand where you're coming from as far as that goes Chandler. Mm-hmm. two different schools of thought here uh mike p says grew up on unc basketball hasn't wavered since graduating ecu ecu is the only school i cheer for in all sports couldn't care less about any other team in any other sport besides unc basketball that's so uh, typical it That's is so typical. typical. And it is typical because I'm the same way with Duke. Now, Duke basketball is all I care about. Anything else, Duke, I'm well, so typical and of a Carolina fan. My, my, my thought on that is because I try to see everything from both sides. They're looking at it more as a team than a school. I look at it as yeah. a school. I'm going to pull from my school and not the other school. And that's fair. He's seeing it as teams and he mm-hmm. likes that team. Okay. Yeah. All right. I yeah. know way too many unc basketball and new england patriot football fans for that to fly around here and cl says grew up in a carolina family but went to school at ecu zero care for unc now chad and i didn't know this about you chad i've known chad my whole life uh he doesn't hate unc like everybody else he used to have a lot of unc apparel i know you did but says he does not have any at this point so he's kind of come around interesting chad i did not know that fact about you um, um can i can i do a uh hold on one second i'll hold as long okay as um i was just gonna say we've got a little bit of breaking news here because it's a it involves a guy that uh He's we all guy. know okay uh big man on campus jeff nadu just released a, a video and you're gonna have to listen to it off air because i can tell you it is got a lot of foul words in here but i do believe 
Uh, Jeff Nadeau just landed on a huge cash payout on a bet he placed on a horse race, and he just filmed himself. And I, if I read his lips correctly, twenty three k is what he's walking away with. Twenty three point five k. So that's definitely going to be something you're going to have to talk about with Jeff Nadeau later this week. Was it Pirate Radio? (laughs) Oh, if it was, that's even better. I don't know what the name of the horse was. Wow. Good for him. So he just had a huge... His his week just started off great. If any team uh, I bet on wins me 25K, I'll be a fan of that team for life. Yep. Um, Let's see... Robert grew up loving Texas A&M baseball. You're an odd duck, Robert. Stan says, I'm mixed. My father was good friends with Everett Case at NC State, legend. But A.E. Finley sponsored him on PGA Tour. Played a lot of golf with Arnold Palmer and Bucky Waters. Oh, interesting. So Arnold Palmer is uh, Wake Forest, right? Yeah. Bucky Waters. Is he Duke? I don't know. Is he what? Anyway. I can't remember. The, the name, I, I know the name sounds familiar, but I couldn't tell you where he went to school. PJ said he grew up a UNC fan. Bucky Waters went to State. 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 Chad's most of his apparel is Pirate Radio related. All right. Interesting discussion. Just uh, wanted to get real on a Monday. Kenny uh, asked me if I saw something, but it was not. Okay, Kenny said, have you watched the movie My All-American, a true life story about Freddie Steinmark? Watched it on Netflix, and it made my eyes sweat. I have not seen that, Kenny, nor heard about it, so thank you for bringing it to my attention. I watched an awful trash show on YouTube all weekend, or on Netflix, I mean. Something called The, um, the Trust one of those dumb reality show things i unfortunately was subjected to rick and morty all weekend long i've never seen that you oh okay i've heard i'm aware of it it's it it kind of runs the lines of south park in terms of the type of humor that it uses but sometimes and there were several episodes that i was subjected to over the weekend that i felt really crossed the line so uh it just depends on you know what you define as funny but i didn't find it like i find south park entertaining and hilarious i did not find rick and morty as such uh let's take a break we'll come back we'll uh, continue on our fleet feet rundown here on a monday edition of pirate radio live more to go prl on a monday back with you after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Carolina Caliber, Eastern North Carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years. Visit carolinacalibercompany.com to shop today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. 
run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU home services partner, call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Thank you, Charlie Rids. Alex Harper producing the guy talking who hadn't been introduced is of course brandon man he's did, back did, superstitious bears superstitious bears did chandler wear this headset last yes did he really <laughs> yes <laughs> that would be a yes i'm so sorry <laughs> i didn't know that i mean i was just joking i wonder but, why you think that because i mean it, it was like bart simpson wore it it was like very more this way I mean, I put it on, it was sticking off my head like that. Well, you know what's funny? I was looking at the video we did at Clark LeClaire yesterday, Sean, and am I a little bit taller than you? Or we're about the same? No, I think I'm taller than you are. Well, in that video yesterday, I looked taller than you, and my shoulders were higher than yours, but... You look broad. But your head, I think your head's not only wide... It's tall? It's tall. Big and tall. <laughs> You've made up for it. Do they have a big and tall uh, hat store? You it's made up your, toboggans. Your lack of torso is made up for in the head department. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I don't know. Miss just you. just hey, an observation. You. you too, man. How you I, I, by the way, I like your dramatic man, entrance. Didn't, he didn't see he it. He didn't see it. I'll, I, I thought it was pretty Sorry, good. I'm hosting a show. <laughs> but you just slung the door open, and there you Kramer. Stood. It's called the Kramer. Everything Brandon does is taking up a notch you know that's just the kind of guy he is b man we're gonna be talking to you during the baseball season awesome and uh we'll have a little preview today and we'll be talking to a couple of pirates parker bird and wyatt lunsford shankman so uh, looking forward to that uh jamie says is brandon still retired from name that sound well it was a forced retirement yeah we i'm i'm no longer uh, participating i made him quit basically because he beat me a couple times and i was like enough of that (laughs) not gonna have that on this show but I inducted him into the Hall of Fame. You did. I'm, I got a trophy. We're good. Wait, did you say five times? I, I don't, I'm just making up a number. He doesn't know me from Adam. I could just tell him it was like 10, and he's going to believe me. <laughs> uh, by the way, Alex did not uh, did win Name That Sound. I did. Uh, the intern battle last week. We had an intern challenge. Sweet. Congrats. And Alex knocked Thank off. Uh, so maybe, Shirley, at some point this baseball season, we'll do a battle of the champions. Alex versus Brandon. That can be arranged. We might do that uh, at some point during this season. Mm. Get back in the game, B-Man. All right. Uh, let's see. William says, what it is, boys. What it is to you. What's up, Will? Jamie says, Brandon, first moment back, nails Chon. They got to get back in the swing of things. Yeah. It was on a tee and that's, for me. And, that, and that's how you do it, by God, bashing man. me. Nice. Do you it feel is. a lot better now? Whenever you go into a room, you got to attack the easiest thing. And- <laughs> That's me. <laughs> you look for the weakling. That's right. Well, got to establish dominance. It. Not really you. Just we make a lot of jokes about your head. You did yeah. that, but I honest to God didn't know because I was like, man, who the heck wore this? I mean, like, was and it, it was over me? a football helmet or? <laughs> wow. All right. Um, did anyone watch the Grammys last night? I, I did asleep. not watch it, but I followed it online. Oh, I, I saw it was everywhere on I, social media. I did media. the in-memoriam section. I thought that was done very well. 
I where they talked about it. the dead, you know, the people that have passed away this year, and they I broke away and did some special music. And I watched the Luke Combs and Tracy Chapman thing. I saw that. Yeah, that's been the talk of the. Media. Yeah, that's been all over social media. It's all right. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it was a forty-year-old song. You know, came out when Shirley was probably in high school. That you are, uh, probably more middle school. Are you going after Shirley now and her age? That was putting her uh, younger. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I my, my brain don't work very well. Um, I think it's important to raise awareness that Luke Combs did not write that song. I totally agree with I you. I like and that people know Tracy Chapman. I think it. that's the third Grammy that that song has won. Mm-hmm. In three different decades. Wait, he won a Grammy on the... See, I don't like that. that we song, talked about it last week. We talked about that last week, yeah. So, Alex, you uh, did you boycott the Grammys? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm like not it. watching that garbage anymore. <laughs> Good for you. Please, anymore. please... Uh, uh, okay, so while when you were getting... Uh, in the segment prior uh, to the one we just had, you were talking, and Alex and I were actually talking back and forth and he said you know why i'm still boycotting the grammys and i said why he said will you please explain what you said so just an example if you know the results then just don't share but i'm gonna go through these nominations i want you to tell me if you have heard of these people before all right i'm starting to sound like an old man but okay travis scott i've heard Ring of him, a bell yeah. okay i don't know any songs drake of course yeah. of course drake yeah nas Nas. Oh, Nas. Yeah, that's, that's old school. That's age. Yeah. I'm not totally sure if you would have heard of Metro Boomin before, but he's, uh, a, no. he's a really, really big producer, produces for Metro Future. Metro Boomin wants some more. Yeah. Nah, I want less. Okay. Um, <laughs> none of those people won Best Rap Album. The winner of Best Rap Album went to a dude named Killer Mike. And then Whoa! Who is that? Then he got arrested. Then he got arrested. Coming out of the who venue. Killer Mike. Is, who is Killer Mike? He's done man. some stuff with Outkast. He and LP are in Run the Jewels. Killer Mike's good. I can't let... Who is this guy, man? Oh, he's a great rapper. Rap album of the year, dude. Yeah. Over Drake, Travis Scott, not come on man no you, you're wrong on, on this one killer and mike's then, good come and on. then killer mike gets arrested coming out of the venue so he wins a grammy walks out has a confrontation with a security guard and he gets arrested for battery and hauled off go uh you'll appreciate this go google uh jay-z speech i saw that 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 i saw that he is that he hits it dead on dead on the person with the most single grammys or something of any of any person has never won artist of the year and he said it was a waste of time was it artist yeah. of the year or was it album of album. the year album of, I mean, oh, album either of the way year. but i mean okay. let's you but know. you got a point there i mean you know but how many songs does one person release from an album versus not it depends on the album. i mean if beyonce only comes out with two albums and then eight collaborations that aren't on that album every year so yeah. taylor swift's gonna release her entire album and it's gonna be played by every 13 year old child girl I want to say it was Jamie last week that said, do college age or kids really watch award shows? That's the last time I watched award shows. Probably mm-hmm. pre-college. I remember watching the MTV Awards. The movie awards up. were yeah. hilarious. I, oh, I they watched were great. those. I haven't really watched anything since. And I, I think, I guess it's either an old person or a young person thing. I mean, the only reason we watched it is we had just gotten home from being out of town and we are you know, doing what old people do. You have to unpack as fast as you can and wash all the dirty clothes. And it was just turn the TV on, and that was the channel that was on. So it was on. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, 
Um, Alex is still shaking his head. Like, God, I just want to cuss. Killer Mike is good, man. Dude, who is that? You have you, you never heard of Run the Jewels? That is no, I do know Run the Jewels. Well, he's half of it. What does that mean? <laughs> like, there's, there's him and LP are Run, run the, the Jewels. Jewels. That's great. Glenn Good for is, him. Wherever, <laughs> wherever Glenn is, Big Dog is running off the road somewhere. He's a huge Run the Jewels fan. Uh, they, yeah. When Outcast comes out with their new album this year, I will be make, you know they're, they're coming they out with win. a new album. Supposedly, that is the what I don't. The, I, the boys said. I don't know. I, I haven't listened to any new music since 2000. So anyway, all right. What else is? Oh, National Day update. We'll do that. Talk some pirate baseball coming up in hour uh, number three. Chandler, uh, you have any input on the Grammys before we move on? Not really. Who I, should I have asleep. gotten album of the year? Yeah, really. Did you listen to all those albums, Alex? No. Yes. You did not. I don't even know who won it. Who won album of the year? Killer Mike. You didn't oh, listen to oh, that's, that that's for a rap that, album. That was for a rap album. Oh, yeah. album like, overall. I think Taylor Swift. I did. think that was the Taylor Swift one. <laughs> she won her 13th Grammy. Not not the hugest fan all right this is uh national day update this one this is a weird one boys it is national shower with a friend day okay oh boy chandler no, <laughs> no, okay, no. save waters shower with a friend uh, don't, don't drop the soap winter is the coldest and loneliest season of the year with dwindling dwindling daylight and valentine's day at its heart february can leave people feeling dejected and somber of course. This day injects a bit of humor into the season while also serving to educate people humor. on benefits of showering in fresh filtered water. Humor? That would scar me for life. Well, dude, that's not funny what at is all. it in You're a football player. You shower with your teammates all the time. Yeah, but that, no, that's not a. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to say, yeah, but. What yeah, do they inject? I do. <laughs> I mean. Who's your favorite teammate to shower with, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> Of course, the holder. This is, this is going to be a sound bite. <laughs> Whoa. Well, yeah, what do you got? This what? Do you want me to answer that? I'm not answering that. that there's a, there is no answer to that okay, question. But there you go. That's better. <laughs> there's no safe answer to that question. No, there's basically. no answer. What are you doing? Brandon, the holder. The, I know, the holder. Okay. I know, the holder. Uh, it is also National Weather Person's Day. Who's your all-time favorite weather person? <clears throat> Lo- I mean, it's locally. I, mean, I was a big Marvin Doherty guy. Ah, Marv. All right. I, I used like- to love Jim Woods way, way, God, way, way back. That that uh the thing that Channel Seven or uh Channel Nine, Channel 9 did that yep. was great stuff. Oh uh, yeah, well, they went way back in that. I forgot they had hogs behind the building. That was cool. Ken Wadlington put that together. Shout out yeah. Ken. Oh. And they missed Brian Bailey crying. I remember him. He said that on the show. I was like, man, that would be cool to screenshot a crying Bailey and make it a meme. Well, I heard he did cry. My but they didn't put it me. on the TV. I didn't see it on TV. Not like running tears. Wellington said they didn't get the because it was a live kind of a live shot. He went back and he had teary eyes. You can tell Brandon's an Eastern North Carolina country boy because he says on the TV. <laughs> you see that on the TV? <laughs> on the TV. I guess it's the putting the word the in there. I saw it on TV. If you're country, you say on the TV, which is fine. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're talking about this on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh but that's it for today Nash. really that's all they have for today i mean once you shower with a friend uh, your day's that's, pretty yeah, much over yeah after that point pretty much yeah. um we gotta take a break when we come back we'll talk some baseball i love how we said what were you asked me if what we were going to talk about was duke carolina basketball I'm like, sure we can bring that up well and brandon we had a did you hear our discussion about who we rooted for growing up 
I no, I was uh, actually at the bank putting some money in the bank. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I could. I, I wasn't. No, it took me like oh. a little longer because the guy didn't know how to fill out a deposit slip. That was, was a huge kind of flex there. by Brandon right there. I was just throwing some money in the bank. No. It's, it's, by the way, are you and uh, Hannah mad at uh, Alex for not knowing old music? Isn't that one of y'all's things? No, 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 no. <laughs> but I mean, like, but if like uh, the Chili Peppers came on, you would know, you know, like Under the Bridge and all that, right? Yeah. Okay. People over there didn't know that at that time. I was like, yeah, this is awesome. He's like, Dude, who's this? I'm like, I don't know, man. It's, the chili. it's like Flea, you know? You ain't seen him on the TV? Yeah. <laughs> no! Or on the radio? Chad said Brandon is still a dookie. I what? No. No. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. We'll take a break. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Wyatt Lunsford Shankman, Parker Bird, B-Man. We're talking baseball when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates. And proudly by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. They will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville and online at carolinacalibercompany.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you. Pirate Radio Live on a... Brandon, Brandon, we're back. Brandon, we're back. Shirley's jamming some creed. Show some respect. Brandon Manning is here. He'll be joining us through the baseball season. One time I read over the PA at Clark LeClaire Stadium that Brandon, <laughs> Brandon Manning left a, left a lasting impact on yeah. Pirate Baseball. And uh, Wyatt Lunsford Shankman and Parker Bird are still feeling that impact today. <laughs> left my elbow in the bullpen. <laughs> uh, we got Parker Bird. We got Wyatt Lunsford Shankman hanging out here. Coming off a scrimmage weekend. Uh, how we doing, guys? Doing great. Doing great. Glad to be here. So, uh, Wyatt, I'll start with you. I went out on Sunday, so I didn't get to see you throw. I was told by multiple people, you look good, but let's get it straight from the horse's mouth. How'd you feel when you threw this weekend? Felt good out there. Uh, It's fun to be out there again. Uh, I didn't get out there much this fall, so being back out there is always awesome. Parker, I did see an at-bat from you on Sunday. Uh, ground ball uh, thrown out at first, but made contact. Yeah, that's uh, right. How about the ABs you're getting during the uh, scrimmages? I mean, just I'm glad to be back, like Wyatt said. But just seeing live arm again is different. I've been seeing machine for basically a year, so uh, just getting a feel of the game again. Uh, seeing different pitches. I mean, white sinkers, uh, something nobody's ever seen. So just seeing stuff like that. I mean, it's great just to be back out there. That uh, you. Last, I think we talked a few months ago, that thing in Washington, and uh, right. you, you were talking about you changed your stance because you were more not right. explosive forward. You had to keep a lot more weight back right, now. Right. 
I mean, you getting still getting used to that or acclimated uh, to that? Yeah, pitching? I mean, I just have to start with my knee out more, just so that my all my weight doesn't go to my front side and just lose a lot of power like that. So, just little stuff like that with the new scissor move that I do instead of just having that back angle to turn. So just scissoring and just start with my knee out to help me a lot. Staying inside the ball a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how about the line drive base hit? Uh, you had Parker. <laughs> that everybody uh, went nuts about it online, and everybody was fired up. How about yourself? How'd that feel for you? Uh, it was good. I mean, a long time coming. Uh, it just it felt good to get, be back on base and actually have a quab. So. A quab. <laughs> All about the quabs, That's the right. quality ABs. Oh, uh, he was hit too hard to get a double, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I thought, actually, JC was going to throw me out at first. <laughs> I told him in the locker room, I was like, dude, if you were throwing me out at first, I would have had no idea what to do. <laughs> and he's like, I didn't even think about it. I was like, well, you probably could have. <laughs> so I, I, I could count, I believe, the fly balls hit yesterday. And one of them was a Riley Johnson home run. One was a Dixon Williams um ground rule double one was a home run robbed basically by i believe cunningham and then there were two other lazy fly balls outside of that i think it was line drives and ground balls the rest of the day which that i saw which is uh a pretty good sign i don't know if i should say that to wyatt as a pitcher but (laughs) parker uh and and wyatt too i mean it it seems like uh the the bats were pretty locked in at least from what i saw i mean i think it's honestly good on both ends i mean that's effective pitching Uh, to get the ground balls yeah, yeah i mean they uh they're doing their job up there, living low in the zone. Uh, definitely placing it where they want to. So uh, it's positive on them and then positive on us as well as hitters, just uh, putting the bat on the ball and not getting deep in counts. That's something we've stressed about is just getting being aggressive and uh, looking for a certain type of pitch and where seeing it up or whatever the pitcher, uh, whatever they feel like. So um, just really just positive on both ends. Yeah, and I mean, wide individually, you want to strike every guy out or, or get those uh, ground balls. But as a team, you don't really want to dominate one side or the other because it means one of those sides is struggling. But right. how did you think you kind of balanced out offense, defense, uh, pitching for you guys this weekend? Um, I think there was a lot of offense this weekend especially, but uh, it's always good to see. It gives the pitchers different uh, situations to be in. Um, there's a lot of different arms that need that experience, especially with the younger guys. So it's really like awesome for them to be able to experience that before we start rolling and start the season. So, are you great. are you throwing everything right now, or just fastball change up? What you got? I'm throwing everything, so okay. I'm, I'm full go. Once again, uh, what does everything include for you this season? What? So I've got six pitches. Wow. I've got sinker. how many is he going to let you throw? All of them. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sinker, cutter, slider, curveball, changeup, and a forcing. Wow. So if we're playing a video game, we're hitting the like top buttons. Like You're running out of buttons to throw all those pitches. That's I mean, you got some you're just going to probably throw like cutters to lefties and stuff like that most of the time. So my curveball is pretty much just all lefties. Right. Uh, I'll throw everything else to everybody. So I like it. Um, and what did you see while you were on the mound? Who uh, Who's swinging the bat hard? I, I got a couple of candidates in mind, but who are some guys that jumped out to you offensively this weekend? Um, J-Dub. He, I think he had two home runs. Another one got robbed, so he's he's seeing it well. Dixon. Oh, that was him to left that yeah, got Dixon robbed Rob. yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. So he's definitely seen it well. Uh, JC's always seen it well. He's smoking balls. I mean, pretty much the whole offense has seen it well right now. So yeah. it's it's a lot of hard ABs. It's tough to get him out, and that's good for us. Dixon looked pretty good. Um, Carter it was lacing him. And then, uh, boy, Riley Johnson, who – 
I believe, just started going full go last weekend, right? Like, yeah. he looks like he's ready to go right now. Yeah, he's he's crushing the ball right now, and it's it's awesome to see with his story, and uh, we're all behind him, so it's, it's really fun to watch. He's always play. had the hands, man. It's just health for him. He, he puts the barrel to the to the ball every time going back when he first started. It was great. And, he was, and he's clutch, too. Absolutely. We'll talk to Cliff Goblin uh, next Monday, and uh, maybe he'll give us some insight on rotation and uh, who's in the field and all that. But saw Cunningham in left, which Clonch uh, was splitting time at first with the newcomer. Who, who else was at first yesterday? Chaz. Uh, yeah, Chaz Myers. Chaz Myers. Um, so where do you guys think we'll see cunningham in the field maybe both i mean he's a utility guy he's uh very versatile in the field Uh, i mean line up everywhere he just really can put him anywhere and he excels i mean i think yesterday was actually his first time back in the outfield okay and especially in left field um typically if he does play outfield it's right but i mean as you saw he's robbing home runs out there and making great plays so i mean kids a stud um I see, think you see him at first, anywhere in the outfield, or even DH and wherever. Yeah, there's the a coach needs lot him. of guys like that, though. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of guys that can play a lot of positions. I mean, yeah. Dixon can go infield, outfield. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've seen him catch and growing up. That's about <laughs> the only thing I never saw him do growing yeah. up. So, yeah. Speaking of catcher, uh, we had someone asking about Walker Barron and uh, heard. Um, uh, Jeff Palumbo uh, looking good with the bucket hat yesterday uh, at Clark LeClaire, Uh giving some instructions. By the way, let me let me start with this. You guys are bunting to start every half inning, right. and I'm pretty sure every bunt got down. Like it was pretty darn impressive yesterday to see uh, the batters moving the the runners over with bunts. Uh, but one time Walker tried to make the force out at third, mm-hmm. and the runner was safe. And I uh, heard Palumbo giving some instruction. Hey, most runners, you got to know who the runner is, was his main thing. So great to see you guys getting work in and getting instruction at the same time. Uh, but how's he doing behind, you know, McChrystal and, uh, of course, J-Dub? I think uh, he's done a really, really great job of taking coaching from both the older guys because they're so advanced at this point. But um, he's just coming in every day, putting his head down and going to work. So it's been awesome to see. Yeah, I mean, Duke can absolutely, absolutely hit. I think he's one of the guys that's been on fire, too. And uh, he just, as White said, just worked hard every single day. And he's going to be one of those guys just kind of like J-Dub, just absolute stud once he, <coughs> he feels out and uh, gets a little bit more, more mature. And, I mean, he's having some great instruction with uh, Henry and then with the two older guys, too. So, um, I mean, he's just, as long as he keeps on doing what he's doing right now, he's, he'll be great. How is it playing as a pitcher, having two guys like McChrystal and J-Dub that help you keep guys running? I mean, the runner's honest all the time. You don't have to go slide step every time if you don't want to, which really helps you out, especially late in the game, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just like a sense of comfortability out there. So, like, I'm always comfortable with either of those guys catching and Walker, too. So, just knowing that they have my back and they're going to block a ball, they're going to throw a runner out is awesome. Sweet. So McChrystal uh, beat out a double play. Now, is that because he hit it so slow or because he's a fast running catcher? What would y'all say? Or because the ball was a, a hopper to first base, too. I think. <laughs> I was actually thinking that, too, whenever that play happened, that he might have been out if it was a clean throw. But so, I think he short hopped him. But, I mean, he, he's definitely gotten faster. Uh, so who wins in a race, you or him? 
Uh, no, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, I think McChrystal still has me, but right. I think actually the other day he ran one during practice, and he's a, officially a gold runner now. And I think he reminded everybody in the locker room that he's a gold runner. So. Now, what does that mean? Uh, well, we basically have like categories of runners, so okay. like uh, whatever your time is, first base, you like categorized as a red runner, or a gold runner, or a green runner, or like a green green is like the okay. So he's actually got a color now, just not a. Never <laughs> yeah, well, he was red, so he was a red runner, but I think he ran one the other day that was. Uh, like a four five ish to first right. it's pretty good i'm gonna give him some four. props beating out that double play but i think you're right <laughs> uh, a little yeah. cleaner might have, right. might have been out um jamie says did pitchers get to hit in the scrimmage um i believe that would be a no what about after a shutout yeah we get pitchers bp yeah. uh gold team on saturday through a shutout so i'm still waiting for that bp to come nice uh you hit one out of clark or claire yet <sighs> i think we've taken pitchers beeps probably five times since i've been here um okay. home run derby pitchers all who wins oh this year probably parker thomas just because he came in as a two-way so he's he's hit before but uh if it wasn't him it's probably going to be eric ritchie he can really swing it hmm mm. interesting how about like uh parker's like really i, I didn't know that <laughs> I, that was a good question i was actually wondering the answer what if we go trey uh, DB, Wyatt, and Root out of that foursome. Danny's in last. Okay. <laughs> All right. Get him out of here. Um, I mean, Trey's a big dude. You Trey's would just assume he could make some contact yeah. and put it out. I would think you could I'm do some probably, damage. I'm probably in third there. Yeah. I think I'm in third. I don't think I'm up there. Really? Uh, do you remember uh, old uh, Willie B, uh, Turwiggler? He could swing it. He could swing it. Double off the wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he he could swing it, though. He about got him one. Look, he pinch hit. Again, Campbell, I think, his last year. Garrett Saylor pinch hit as well. Yeah, Uh, he likes to remind people he's one at least got a hit here, too. I think the story of that is basically. He had a little swant and he ended up. And I think the little (laughs) swing and bunt. Yeah. And, uh,. I think the pitcher like fell off and like slipped. They go into it and like he beat it out. Don't matter, man. You look at the box score the next day. Looks like a line drive. Uh, Matt Bridges had a clutch hit in a late inning game years ago. Brandon on the road. It's like Georgia Southern or something. I remember that randomly. Um, We were watching Game One Texas ECU Super Regional, and they flashed to the crowd. And hanging over the uh, <laughs> hanging over the outfield wall was Parker Bird. That was cool to see. Yeah. I was like, wait, yeah. you know that guy? Yeah, me and, my, me and my sister drove down for the day to watch game one. I mean, it was fun. Man. I think that was after Bryson's home run. Uh, I think I was actually doing horns down, but it's even funnier that they have it in the hype video like every year now because, I mean, they show obviously the, the home run and then I'm over there just horns down. <laughs> that was the uh, push gate, right? Was that when the umpire pushed him out of the way? Uh, no, that, that was, was coastal. That's yeah, right. That's coastal. right. That's that one too. This was. Uh, I'm pretty sure this was a game where the guy, the ball hit his glove and the yeah. went over. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, good times. I know, man. That, that was They're coming uh, back. Don't worry. It was rowdy. Oh, coming back this year. They haven't gone away. True. <laughs> I mean, y'all are always up there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 40 yeah. wins or bust. Hey, that's right. I can, uh, and it was great to see y'all uh, back on the field and, and playing with uh, 
I hear a lot of talk out there. I wish we'd have heard some talk on the uh, the right fielder and second base collision uh, that we had yesterday. <laughs> but as far yeah, as hyping up each other and stuff, uh, I don't know. It seemed like a, a real game at times. And I know y'all we wanted to be the that dugout way. for uh, y'all scrimmaging this weekend. I don't think they'd let us do that. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, Good luck. <laughs> we're scrimmaging this weekend. I'm not sure if they're going to post the times or not, but yeah. uh, I think we're going to be in full uniform. Just uh, last scrimmage before the season starts. I think think it's going to be more game time, though, because I heard uh, Coach Collin talking about Sunday. We typically have been pushing Sunday practices a little bit or scrimmages a little bit back just so people can go to church and kind of get the morning routine. But I think with Sunday games being, what, at 1 o'clock? So I think we're going kind of like a game day schedule. Now, I mentioned earlier Palumbo and and getting in the instruction uh, while y'all are playing what is similar to a real game. Um, now, was he talking that way because there were fans there? Like, if there are no fans there, is it uh, more four-letter words from the coaches, or is it pretty nah. pretty much the same? Well, I, I would say both of them are pretty much the same the whole time. Uh, I think that the instruction is always there. Um, now, I mean, they always bring out the best in us no <laughs> matter what, but uh, I think that no matter what, fans or no fans, that – they stay consistent with their tone and their words. Uh, Same with AK. Does he ever yeah. get on you? I mean, he he will at times, but uh, it's more as as a group. And mm-hmm. if he needs to talk to you individually, he's going to pull you aside. He's not going to publicly embarrass you, which right. is awesome. Yeah. Uh, but uh, everybody's going to have times where they need talking to and they need to be set straight. But uh, being able to handle that in a timely manner is also huge. Uh, we talked to Josh Groves a lot last year. He seemed like one of those guys that had a lot of those meetings. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some some would consider him to be a clown at times. But uh, there's always got to be one on the team. Yeah, yeah, you need one. Keep it loose. Is that you? Kept it loose. Oh, Billy Godwin hated me. <laughs> Landon, you know, set up. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> hey, man, you're the best bullpen catcher we ever had. Here. Frick, yeah. Yes, sir. I almost said a four-letter word. Don't say that. Uh, Can y'all hang out one more segment? Oh, yeah. All right. If y'all got a question for Parker, Wyatt, or Brandon. Maybe. Maybe. You can get it in uh, on YouTube, Facebook, X, however you like, or if you're old school, 317-1250. More to go. Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. Orthopedics East uh, uh, and Sports Medicine Center provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients of Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Got a question for Parker Bird, Wildlands for Chinkman. Uh, you can get it in. We also said if you got a question for Brandon Manning, you can get it in. I'm not important today. Well, 
Chad uh, does have a question for you. What exactly is your? Uh, we got, of course, the superstitious beer uh, line that was dropped. That was during superstitious beers. Superstitious beers. While we were watching okay. ECU Oklahoma in Game One so, of the regional, but every home game, yeah, I I have before right before I go in, I'm gonna have one natural light. That is my redneck beer of choice, <laughs> and I we were watching the. Uh, watch along here and i put it back there in the fridge i was like all right i'm you know drinking this a little bit later on so i typically have my beverage of choice that i have and then you know switch because you can't bring those type beverages in the inside the in the seats up there switch it up and i went back there to go get it because we needed to pick me up and it was gone boys and um i hate to say that Oh, Bryce, Bryce put the jinx on you, but uh, no, they won that game. They, they won it going oh, away against right. Oklahoma. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. To prove your superstitious beer means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it was gone. It was done. But, but Chad, I did have a superstitious shirt. We got to take care of. That is true. We got to burn that. Uh, Chad says, "What exactly is your beer superstition during a game?" So when you're at like Clark Leclaire, do you have superstitions? No, no, no. When I'm at Clark Leclaire, no. Okay. No, right, no. When enough. I'm sitting in the state, I'm, I'm, you will. I do not show real, true emotion unless it's necessary. There's no yelling at the umpires unless it's necessary because there you're not changing. Have you ever seen one change their mind? <laughs> you know, if, if they're like, if it doesn't get, you know, if y'all don't doesn't do that, reviewed, doesn't get reviewed. Yeah. He's like, no, nah, that you know, we can say that's not a strike. Audience. Well, I'm not changing it now. Yeah. So there's no really sense. I mean, that was always my, you know, thing growing up that, that you have a split millisecond to say strike or ball. And for the most part, they're like 95% right which is pretty daggone good so what are you umpire now <laughs> no no I mean, you gotta you gotta respect that that's cliff's job to get mad not the players or the fans <laughs> and uh, he does a great job at it too and uh <laughs> he did say media day i said the over under at two and a half ejections over he said uh he said it's gonna be way under he said he won't get tossed more than one time this year no nah. well because the 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 paper point bark that he I don't you can't understand oh, yeah. what he says. He's got a rolled up uh, it, it whatever. Sounds like a, a Rottweiler behind a fence. What what? Just what I don't under you can't understand, but you know the point is going across, and it's most time about strikes. So I you know, but fine. And it's typically two or three guys that are local guys too. Why do you got any game day superstitions? Um, not game day. Maybe like when I'm taking the mound or something like that. But uh, what do nothing, you do? Like what do you eat? Pre-game, I mean, whatever's whatever our pre-game spread is. Um, the only thing that I do when I go to the mound is, like, if I'm going in from the bullpen, it's my first inning, I'll take, like, one step, and then I'll pick up the ball. If I'm going out for a second inning, it'll be two steps, and then hmm, pick up the ball. Yeah. So, like, I'll stop running and take two steps. If you're going for a complete game, you're walking around quite yeah. a bit out there. Yeah. Uh, like Parker, Richard, Richard Simmons. <laughs> How about you? Uh, I mean, not really. Uh, just kind of draw my cross before my bat but that's about it all right fair enough um i was gonna ask something else about superstition oh do you or do y'all step on the chalk or no no, no i don't know do i don't know like maybe no. some guys <laughs> step on it i mean nah. if you're sliding back to a bag maybe but if you're no i'm saying when you run out on the field no. so no no baseball player steps on the chalk no nah. not no, a single almost one almost never is that nah. a respect thing or is that a superstitious thing or i think it? a little bit both yeah, honestly yeah. Okay. i think it's uh 
superstitions thing more, but still like And Joey's still at the game in the first inning. You don't want to have that happen. <laughs> <laughs> that and it just looks really good when it's not stepped on. So Man, I said that yesterday. We were we were standing by the field turf, but looking at the field, it looks awesome for freaking yeah, early yes, February. Absolutely. Like yeah, they're doing great. Joey's job. only gonna say one bad thing about the field all year. That's because the pitchers take too many steps through the catcher and it wears out in front of the um pitcher's mound. That's the only bad thing that happens in the field. That's always the pitcher's fault. So <laughs> Wide, how much doctoring of them? Some of these guys like to really dig in and do. You remember CJ Mayhew used to like kick yeah. real hard and all that. Is like, that do you roots, do any of that stuff? Roots, roots a kicker, roots, yeah. roots, roots lefties, terrible. Always <laughs> lefties. I'll usually just give it a couple swipes. I mean, I'll I kind of like hook my foot on the rubber sometimes, so I'll dig that out a little bit. But I'm not gonna like dig a crater in there. Are you to one side or more most of the time, or does it matter per you know how um, you're throwing that day? Usually, I'm on the left side of the okay. mound makes sense how about your uh where are you in the batter's box parker uh i'm always in the back yeah back of the box i like to stand on the plate yeah uh, a lot <laughs> <laughs> but uh because i mean if they hit you that's free bag so how many times of, you get hit in high school would you say a lot, <laughs> a lot. Uh, it would help that my dad was not a great bp thrower at all <laughs> so i learned how to get out of the way of a ball really well the so yeah so he was a catcher in high school which typically makes good bp throwers but not not in this this case at all. Something's not right. So, no, they're always the best BP throwers. Yeah, well, he's, he had his medical career, and I guess that, that kind of went turn him with that. I'd rather him be drill. more accurate in that field than BP <laughs> yeah, throwing, yeah. I will say. Yeah, for sure. Brandon, I've heard not to give you more credit than, you know, you deserve enough credit, but I heard you're a good BP thrower. Can, can throw it up there pretty good? Yeah. I can't throw like... So when I'm throwing to the really young kids and you got to sort of do that, I, I throw a circle change because I can't, yeah. I can't just throw darts. I'm um, like Mully can get up there and just be like this, like that, and it's like you know Ted Lasso, you know, just throwing perfect right there, bullseye. But uh, when I'm throwing to you know somebody that I can take a step into and go, I can put it right there on the tee if I need to. Oh man, I always love when your wife chimes in when you're on. She says Brandon yells at the obnoxious fans that yell at our guys. Yeah. <laughs> so you, so you, now get, I get more upset with the you know. The, the, there's a couple of guys that throw a strike wide no, so you'll get on that guy like, I was like yep he's trying not to throw sir and then if they cuss <laughs> I mean they'll say what the hell for your problem and I, that's because there's little kids yeah. don't drop it yeah. sir none of that okay and because there's a lot of little old ladies that sit in our session um, I'm on top of y'all's dugout yeah and uh, a lot of stuff I'm like hey uh, calm down yeah. uh, sir I don't think they you know <laughs> you know they used to really get on the infield about booting the ball. Like that's just like okay, yeah, he did it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. we're shaving points in, in this in this day. We're just like blue chips except they're purple. And I mean, they just they don't understand it, and it, that makes me mad. And baseball is such a game of failure, where you know, yeah, Tony Gwynn's getting out seven out of ten times. He's the best hitter ever. Maybe more like <laughs> six and a half out of ten. Yeah, but uh, um, <laughs> yeah, but or five and a half. Either way, um. But man, fans just live and die by every pitch, and sometimes you gotta take a take a step back a little bit. So my man is throwing ninety two, ninety three up there when you're not when you're not overthrowing, but when you're just putting it up there, ninety two, ninety three. There is wind. There is different. I hate the astroturf uh, mounds, by the way. That's gotta yeah. suck. We'll get on that later. But like, it's hard to really control that every freaking time, and people are like, "Throw a strike! Come on!" <laughs> Take him out of the game, Cliff. No. Get him, what? Cliff. 
What? Yeah. I hear that one so, in the dugout sometimes. God knows. So I got them. Don't that's just, like uh, during the just banquet. give me one of these up there. During banquet stores, uh, what did what did that fan say to store? I, I think I, it was something, but store still remembers what. Oh, what get that your fan. bat off the shoulder. Oh yeah, like I guess it was his freshman year, and he got subbed in at a. Well, I actually think he started like a regional or super regional game, and I guess he struck out and didn't even swing. And some somebody yelled something at him, but he still remembers it. And he takes it. That's why I was going to ask why. I mean, you you're a human with with hearing, so you can hear stuff going on around you. Are you locked in enough where you don't hear the crowd, or do you hear what's going on in the stands? Like Kevin Costner, like I never I never really hear what people say. Like right. I'll hear how loud it gets, yeah. but I never like can hear if somebody's talking bad or kind of just being loud so i kind of tone that out same with you in the batter's box yeah. are you locked in I enough think you just have to have tunnel vision with yeah. everything um just i mean i i think when you go up there you just don't think about that stuff at all so you're not really focused on it you're so locked into your approach or your pitch or whatever it is and you kind of just naturally just tone that stuff out and and by the way like most uh, if not almost all pirate fans are great Absolutely. we're not saying Absolutely. That, yeah. this is the same guy that was a. Uh, singing the wrong lyrics to the national anthem and stuff like that i was like you're, you're gonna fuss at them for making an error <laughs> granted he might i don't know how many errors the infield made last year not true i mean the shortstop's gonna make some because they gotta yeah. go so much but say star don't make any last year you know the third baseman didn't make any yeah i mean oh uh jamie likes to ask this i'll let you handle that guy off the air brandon uh jamie likes to ask this one why do you see someone warming up when you're on the mound and does it affect you no okay i mean it's 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 pretty far away and usually my eyes aren't going over there unless i'm giving up a double down the line (laughs) (laughs) so at that point you know your time might be short anyway um but yeah so you i mean it it's tough to focus but you got to right on your job at hand yeah i mean we train it so much with all of our pitchers so we're pretty dialed in when we get out there Good stuff with uh, Parker Bird, Wild Lunch for Shankman. Parker, uh, how the Braves going to be this year? Uh, hopefully good. Yeah. Uh, I like the offseason additions and subtractions. So, I mean, hopefully they have another year like last year, but I actually finish it out this year. How yeah. much of a difference is Juan Washington going to make or Ron Washington going to make? Um, I mean, he's a great coach, but I mean, I think those guys are pretty elite no matter what the coach is so yeah but i mean before the game unless ozzy starts booting it that's what i was saying like i think think he was out there with the infielders every game yeah i mean i think i think they've told him he's telling the the fundamentals of it so i think they kind of can carry that on with their routines but uh i don't know we'll see hopefully hopefully not too big of an impact and why you're uh are you west coast yeah, I'm a Dodgers fan. <laughs> Have y'all bought any more players today? I mean, good uh, grief, dude. I mean, not recently. <laughs> Save some for the rest of us. <laughs> but you won't sell the coaches to back over here where we can hang out with them. I saw a great, uh, when we were interviewing Mike Schwartz the other day, they got a picture of uh, a baseball team celebrating, and Clayton McCullough's got the bright M&M uh, slim shady hair going <laughs> in the photo. So he used to, uh, he, the story, I don't know if it was a true story, but like him and Bryant Ward is at uh, UCLA supposedly like hung out and i'll ask cliff this supposedly they were like huge um pearl jam people um and you can imagine like cliff cliff maybe hanging out with some pearl jam i mean i don't see it but i I just don't see it but supposedly they like went and follow him around for a little bit and clayton shows back up in the in the fall and spring 
and he takes his hat off and his hair's like way down here. I'm like, what? <laughs> How do you have enough hat? And it's like all in his head. Yeah, yeah. And it was just so funny to see Clayton. He has like flowing locks and he's out there looking mo- so professional. But <laughs> uh, Chad said, Clip, you're not going to let Brandon finish his rant on fans. Brandon's going to be here a lot this season. We'll we'll have plenty of time Jesus, for that. Chad. Give me a minute. Every Monday, we're going to recap the worst fan of the day. Brandon, you can highlight that fan. No, it's typically the same two old <laughs> Okay, men. all right, relax. Spitting sunflower seeds on me. Uh, is the powder purple back this year, guys? I think so, yeah. I think yeah. it's in full action. So, Are y'all pro or con? I'm pro. Pro? pro? Always, yeah. Right, good deal. It's different. It's good. And the best look... Like people love the pinstripes, but the players always say those are the most uncomfortable for some yeah, reason. Yeah, they're heavy. They, is that they what it is? They're heavy, yeah. yeah. They, um, they definitely carry their weight. And then the pants are... For me, I wear... I'm a short pants guy. Yeah, I flex off the prosthetic, but even before that, I was flex, still... Flex I, I was still a short pants guy. So with that, you got to do some taping and just got to maneuver it to where you can get short pants out of it. So That's a shame because they look so good, but if they're not comfortable... Yeah. Like, were y'all I mean, ideas before you got here? Um, or were you Easton before you got really, here? I mean, I was everywhere, really. Yeah. I mean, I like Adidas cleats a lot. They're kind of lighter, but, I mean, I also like New Balance cleats, and but really everything. Yeah, I was a uh, New Balance cleats guy, and then whatever the high school a lot of pitchers wear new balance cleats yeah a lot of pitchers like I've, I've noticed that i saw a lot of white cleats on the field yesterday what, are y'all going color or white uh well we've had some issues with the purple ones so um i think the way they're made is like uh, i guess the spikes are located in different places so they don't have a back spike so we just kind of get more secure with the other the white cleats i think they headed out white and black mm. so i think everybody's trying to break those in and try and get them ready for a season so yeah uh, Mike P said, Brandon single-handedly bringing back the rage room. Said you got a lot of built-up anger. I've been saving it. They don't. They don't know the half. Uh, yeah. Before we went on the air, he was uh, complaining to these guys about his his little league basketball coaching. by grandma. Like he's Mike Shashevsky over here. A lot of respect for the other team, though. Ton of respect. <laughs> Ton of respect. Uh, guys, thanks for hanging out. Yes. I do have one question. Oh, give us sorry. a. Uh, give us a. Uh, Freshman pitcher to w- and what really watch? Somebody we don't, we don't know that's new to the thing. Newcomer. That, newcomer. I'm gonna go somebody that probably hasn't been said on here before because I know we've talked about Norby a ton. I'm gonna go with Corey Costello. Mm. All right, where's I he from? He's from not Pitt County with that name, but Northern Virginia. He he went. He lived like ten minutes from me, so okay. we were rivals in high school. I don't think I ever played him, but um. Lefty can uh, sling it up there when he wants to, but he's matured a lot, and he could be really big for us this year. All right. Going to be mainly reliever to start off with, probably? I'm not sure. All right. Cool happens, happens. That's right. Uh, Position player. Newcomer or freshman? Just just newcomer, man. Um, Probably Chaz Myers. I mean, that kid, he's versatile as well. That's, I a, that's a name, too. Like, yeah, I know Chaz. Chaz. He's the West Coast Cali. guy. Yeah, he's from Cali, but... Uh, he, I mean, he can absolutely rake, and uh, he play. He's been playing third, first, second, really, just been putting him everywhere, and he's pretty good at everywhere. So, um, yeah, he's a stud. And then I'll go freshman. I'll go Seawall, uh, Colby Wallace. He's gonna be really good. He's kind of from uh, where I'm from too. He's yeah. actually my rival. In he high played third well. in the fall uh, scrimmage. Yeah, yeah, right? he's yeah. a third baseman, but they've had him at first a little bit too, and he also pitches. Yeah. So he's a two way guy, but. 
I sat with his he, parents he, at the also, scrimmages. They were cool people. Yeah, they're great. They're great people. I've known Kobe for a while now. I've played him. Yeah, I think all growing up, he played on a travel team I always played against. So, But he's always been really good. So when I saw he committed here, I was pretty excited to play with him. And uh shout out to is it Davin Whitaker? Is that how you say yeah, Davin? Dave. Um made a nice catch yesterday. I think the ball hit the ground uh before he caught it, but they called it out. Uh, I thought he caught it. I thought I heard I thought I heard it hit the earth. It's, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Either way, they called it out. Definitely so good play. Replayable. Um yeah, but heard it hit the earth. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> where were you? I, I was down, I was first baseline standing in the mully yeah. section by the bull like kind of by the bullpen. Yeah. So Big it was Dave, right in front of me. Big Dave actually made a great play i think it was either friday or saturday um he was in left field this time but i mean he was right by the wall and yeah i he i don't even really know what happened but he ended up making the catch and did a little scorpion out there with the wall but scorpion yeah he he it looked really uncomfortable but he uh he made the catch and he he doing his thing out there with him and jc and some of these pitchers uh if you were to form a basketball team i'd give you guys a shot you got you got a tall a tall team i would say yeah. parker running point I yeah guess. Uh, playing guard i wasn't ever the best basketball player so. <laughs> <Not your> sport. <laughs> oh. all right gentlemen uh, we appreciate it uh more scrimmages coming up this weekend and it's on to the real thing so right. uh best of luck we'll talk to you during the season thanks for hanging out today guys yes sir thank, thank, you. thank you thank you boys we'll take a break come back more to go pirate radio live on a monday Monday, back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light, reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 36 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club, or you can visit qualityequip.com to find the location near you. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. You, every Sunday, kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville, along with 18 TVs, so you don't miss a game. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Shirley and Alex look good on the big screen. We got the show pulled up here. Y'all look good. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. My head looks giant in that giant big screen. I can't imagine what your head looks like, Chandler. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> I was going to let it, it go. Wait, wait. Uh, switch over to the camera shot. I got to see the camera shot. If I'm ever like in, with a group of people and they start talking about big heads. Alex, can you see? Look at that melon, I, man. I, I usually can try to go. Again, just on Chandler's head. Okay, thank you. I want to see what it looks like on the big screen. <laughs> um, Corey Costello was the guy that was discussed last segment. Uh, Jamie said Chan's cousin. Tyler said Costello. Maybe Chandler's family knows him. You know the Costellos? Uh, very well. Costello. Very well. Costello. I, um, I didn't know uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm started back last night. 
might go home and watch that tonight this is uh as far in as i can zoom oh on that split screen or the yeah. other one? Oh, i didn't send it over my bad <laughs> yeah i don't see anything yet it's a delay one Should second no, oh, that right there. That's the it. One, use the, the one that we can move around. Mm. Just stick it right up on his. All right, fair enough. You can zoom back out. Uh, Sean, what are you doing tonight? Uh, I don't know. Cool. Might might go out to AJ McMurphy's for dinner. Okay. What are you going to eat? I don't know. They got some new menu items that I might try. I had the jalapeno burger. How was that? Because I was staring that one down last time. It's good. I like the. Um, the spiciness of it but also the um whatever the aioli or whatever the mm-hmm. sauce is on it it's pretty good and uh, i had a reuben last week that was good i saw they had a reuben on there yeah and i was like clip brock probably would like that you know what i wish they would put up there what a french dip oh like a french onion dip no 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 am i saying it wrong or a french dip oh yeah same thing no 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 it's not is there not a thing called french onion dip there's french onion there soup there's french onion dip but i'm talking about a french dip like the sandwich that you did it's like liquid and you is dip it as in you? The au jus. Au jus. well then tell them tell them to put it up there i want to be able to go into aj mcmurphy's and just say hey can i get the clip and they just bring me one of those what are they gonna bring you a french dip all right if you ask for the chandler it's french dip with uh potato chips that's an appetizer <laughs> i want the chandler Does first that not sound good and then bring out the clip yeah <laughs> all right let's get that french clip going eh? Eh? all right buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by dub buck Ooh, this is tricky tonight is this a letdown spot for kansas coming off a wire to wire win over houston now they go on the road to their rival, K-State. I used to love this game back uh, Big Monday as a kid in the 90s. Because Kansas would always be good, always be good. K-State wouldn't. But I <clears throat> felt like I watched a few, maybe a couple of K-State upsets at home back in the day. Uh, but Kansas at K-State. Kansas, three-and-a-half-point favorite coming off that win over Houston. Could be tricky, John. That's all I'm saying. Could on be tricky. You also got the U at Virginia. Uh, Virginia, a five and a half point favorite tonight. Against Come on, Miami. Miami. Now's about the time they turn it on, They got to turn it on now. Get that Jim Laranega magic going. We y'all, need it. Need that in March. Y'all ain't my age. Surely kind of is. But, man, Big Monday was so cool as a kid. It was uh, Big East. And then you'd have your Big Eight, which is now the Big 12 those games on big monday the big 12. and then they'd have super tuesday on tuesdays which was sec and big 10 and then they'd have the acc game on wednesday just miss my basketball childhood i miss raycom sports raycom sports i miss that too john remember watching that at my grandma's house mm-hmm. with steve martin on the call mike jaminski steve martin way better by the way than eric collins okay speaking of steve martin steve martin was on the call for the east carolina uh unc game in chapel hill in t- 2013 i don't know why i said speaking of him <laughs> speaking of eric collins the guy he's trying to be is gus johnson did you hear gus johnson calling caitlin clark 
He had a great ha ha. She got her blocked. Oh, you saw that too? Yeah. That was, <laughs> that was funny. Can we say that? Can we play that just because it was like a, um, a mistake? A mistake. I, don't, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I won't play it. But he tried to say shot and he said something else. He switched some letters up. And it sounded like he meant to say what he said. Um, here's the Gus Johnson calling Caitlin Clark. Great Gus, ha ha here. Pick and roll, Clark thinking about it, lets it fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you play it again? I love how he says, lets it fly. And then just says, yeah. Pick and roll, Clark thinking about it, lets it fly. I love me some Gus. Alex, uh, how do you feel about Gus Johnson? He's the greatest. Okay. Gus Johnson and Joel Klatt. I want them to commentate. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always like a boring Big Ten game, but they make it so fun. And every game he calls always goes down to the wire. It's like the law of Gus Johnson. It'll be like Colorado and Nebraska. Colorado! Prime top! You got barbecue back there. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't invite me. Heart hurt my feelings. <laughs> hurt my feelings. <laughs> Shudder. <laughs> Little prime. <laughs> woo. You know what? That, you know what? That's the tweet. <laughs> Throw in a woo. <laughs> woo. That's the tweet I want to see. You know how they have like uh, announcers announcements where like they announce what announcers calling what game on Saturday. I want to see Gus Johnson <laughs> highlighting an East Carolina game. Kaden Hauser. I, I was Roger. when we played Michigan last year. I was praying for it, but we had to play on Peacock. Yeah, but you got Mike Tirico. Alex Hopper with the snap. What did Mike Tirico call it? He did. Yes, he? he did. Yeah. Tarico's good. Not familiar with his game. Mike Tarico? Yeah. You ever watch, I don't know, Sunday Night Football on NBC? He used to be on Monday Night Football as well. Used to be on ESPN? I'm more of a college football guy. He does. Uh, he did your game. <laughs> he did, he did <laughs> your game. And he does. I was uh, busy playing. He does Notre Dame <laughs> to be football. Fair. Well, he does who? Notre Dame football on NBC. Does he still do that? I know he did. Yeah. I don't think I've ever watched a Notre Dame football game from start to finish. Fair enough. Chad said, so Cliff, you're not going to watch Raw tonight? Never. They want me to. No. That's Dude, what they want. Raw is three hours. Yeah. SmackDown is two. I'm not watching five hours of television. Three hours? Yes. I'll look up the clips so yeah. I can keep up with the storylines. I'll just watch the pay-per-views. Let's take our final break. We'll come back. More to go. Notre Dame play-by-play on NBC. So, Alex, I'm a big late 2000s, mid to late 2000s, early 2010s wrestling fan. Yes. Would you suggest me getting back into it? Be honest. Be honest. I'm not going to lie. I, w- it's, I like it. I really, I think it's fun. Here's what I you think should it's really do. Fun. Do what I do. And what it sounds like Alex does most of the time. Just, just watch, watch the, the big events. Get okay. Peacock for there, five Chan- bucks. There's Yeah, it's five bucks a month. A whole bunch of other stuff worth your time. One pay-per-view a month. So like at a time like this where we don't have 
mini sports going on. You can oh the Royal Rumbles this Sunday or Saturday. I'm gonna watch that. It's it's a pretty good time. Yeah. Okay. I'd give it a shot. All okay. Right. Next time there's a pay per view, we should we should watch it together, man. We should link. Yeah. We should <laughs> link. Bet. Can Bet. We, hey, can, hey, I got a buddy of mine, Dan Dan Quinn. <laughs> you mind if he comes too? He's, He's a really cool guy. Hang. He's really cool. Uh, Alex, did you watch Rudy? Asked Jamie. I've seen, yeah. To be fair, it's not my favorite. I'm not gonna lie. I think to, the movie's overrated. And to be fair, what? they didn't show a whole Notre Dame game in that movie. It was just clips. Yeah, bits and pieces. Rudy's overrated. I think so. We we are Mar- we are Marshall's a better film. Let's be real. You know, I like that people have opinions, but <laughs> that's my all time favorite movie. Really, Rudy? I thought you knew that. All time favorite movie, Rudy. Charlie, can you hit my soundbite? We can talk about it later. Time to go to break. Yeah. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, The Dow was down 274 points when it closed today at 38,380. The Nasdaq was uh, down 31 points at 15,590. 97 and the S&P fell 15 points at 4,942. That's your Wells Fargo Advisor Stock Market Report for a personal look into investing. Call 756-6900 in Greenville for Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip. Fun show today. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes, Aharp, John, all of our great guests as well. We will talk to you Tuesday, 3 o'clock, all new edition of pirate radio live for the crew i am clip brock jeff charles take us home have a great night eastern carolina thanks for listening to pirate radio live an exclusive presentation of the voice of the pirate nation